0: like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery, grading the beer throughout the episode, so pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the State of My Sports.
1: That's right, everybody, this is State of My Sports, and this is episode 118, and today we got some, we got some sports to talk about. We're going to talk, a lot of our teams obviously being, you know, Michigan sports podcast, but it's going to be a very uh, national, I think is that the right, national topic driven as well. We're going to talk, we're going to preview the the NFL season. We're going to preview the, the college uh, football season as well, which will be a good time. Um, we're also going to celebrate National Soft Serve Ice Cream Day uh, by filling our banana boat uh, with the you know the best way you know how we like to 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 eat our soft serve ice cream i feel like there's so many different ways ways. there's gonna be i mean you could even use mcdonald's as an option you know the mcflurry or Uh, don't do something silly like that d&w dairy queen if you wanted to (laughs) all that all that good (laughs) stuff um but yeah we're gonna have a good time talking some some nfl and, and college football and, and all that good stuff. We're back to grading some Sicilianos, Michigan beers. Also, for our, va- our uh, betting hero segment, we're going to talk um, kind of, so one of our topics here as we talk some NFL is going to be, you know, the, first to the, the worst of to first topic. Everybody talks about that every year. We're going to talk about that um, during one. our NFL segment, and then we're going to finish off in our betting hero segment with, with the odds and what the odds tell us um, Vegas thinks who Vegas thinks is going to go uh, worst to first. And as we're here in our intro, we should have waited to, to start because Cabrera's up with two on. You guys all know that he's, he's looking to get 5,000. But um, we'll keep an eye on that. Hopefully you guys are too. But uh, if you're watching live, Thank you. Show some comments. We got questions every single segment. Let us know what you're drinking tonight. That's the first thing that we're going to get into with our beer intros. Um, but we have we have questions for you guys each and every segment, so please just throw some comments out there, and we'll, we'll definitely get to your guys' opinion out there. I am Sam Walthart with me. Today we got Micah Smith, John Dornboss working behind the scenes. Have you guys had a, a pretty good week so far? I mean, I know it's only Tuesday. My, my work week is actually done. This is Vacation Sam what? right now. I don't work tomorrow. I don't work Thursday or Friday. So this is Vacation Sam. Everybody's getting a Wait. little taste of what Vacation Sam's like tonight.
2: I need to get on your train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I got, I got a wedding uh, on Thursday, which Thursday weddings, I have never been to one, but I'm very excited about it because I get the Wednesday rehearsal dinner, Thursday, the wedding, and then Friday is just going to be, you know, my time.
2: Andrea's time. You definitely have been to a Thursday and, wedding. And
1: that have? Oh, that's right. Yours was on Thursday. I forgot about hey. that. I, <laughs> Carrie is going to shoot me now. So she, <laughs> the fact that I forgot, forgot that. Uh, did I say 5,000th? Uh. All right, we we're getting comments, and I said 5,000th home run, uh, 500th. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm, I'm very distracted today, because it's vacation, Sam, so get off my back, please. <laughs> no, uh, thanks, thanks for correcting me on that one. But uh, John, you said you kind of ran into some medical issues. Are you doing all right?
3: Nothing to be too concerned with. Um, Did you get extreme sunburn? No, not an extreme sunburn. Um, but what was thought to be poison ivy turned out to be um, something totally different. So I'm on some medication right now. So that's why you're not drinking. Yeah, as much as I'd love to have a cold beer and celebrate what might be Miggy's 500th yeah, home run right come here. On, Going come, to,
1: on. come on, knock it out of the park, three-run shot. Get yeah, good, good, okay. good, good ball, um, good ball. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna stick with doctor's orders and just rely on uh, a couple of prescription medications to get me through the night.
1: That, that's fine. I, I mean, it's vacation, Sam. I, maybe I could have one. Do you have any on you? <laughs> so, I mean, I'll take a prescription and just drop and get, it in the beer. Get really wild tonight, right? <laughs> um, but obviously, Kyle and Ryan are out. Um, yeah, we're Ryan a is actually on a, a true vacation. He's in Alabama. Oh Mickey just struck gosh, out looking. How
2: did you take
1: that? Um, that, yeah, that was pretty much a perfect pitch, but who knows what he was looking for. But anyways, uh, Micah, how, how's your week been going? Uh, since, since we recorded last, you do anything exciting? I know it's hard to read. Like, Tuesdays are like, the worst day to be like, all right, is it the start of a week? Are we still talking weekend? But We just on um, a whim
2: took the family down to St. Joe Beach, and it was apparently the busiest it's been in a long time. So
4: <laughs> there wasn't
2: a whole lot of room to play around uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time, so we just took the kids there for a couple hours and drove back, and then we actually stopped at Saugatuck Brewing and had a great time there, good food, good beer, not much to complain about.
1: Nice. No, that's good. Um, Some big news. I mean, so we're jumping right into sports now. Some really big things happened this, this on Sunday. The well, Tigers so, – sorry, go for it. What were you going to say?
2: I thought you were going to get to Don Molbach.
1: That just <laughs> happened. Yeah, maybe we could talk about that real quick. Like th- yeah, what? so it's his birthday today, right?
2: It's it's his birthday and he got a birthday present. And he got canned. <laughs> he got canned. What is it?
1: What was he looking at? His 17th season or something like that? Yeah. Man. Don,
2: we feel for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel I feel like so Big Drew, uh, go back to Big Drew, big fan of the show. Um not probably not, but he was on our show, which I appreciate. He was. And he was he's a big Don Mulebach guy. He's, he's talked about him for years on, on ninety ninety six one all the time. And I feel like as soon as I saw it, that, that's who I thought of is is big Drew. He's gotta be gotta be hurting on that right. one. But seventeen years like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what did he do? Show up out of shape? <laughs> like what's going on here? I don't know. It makes no sense. You, this guy needs to go out on his terms, right, John? The-
3: I mean, he's about to get paid for a long time being part of the NFL Players Union for so long. You know? Yeah,
1: that's a good, that's a really good point.
3: <laughs> Think of that career. You know, what was he, long snapper, correct? Like, yep.
1: Man, uh, nice. I just feel, I, f- I feel for the guy. But, I mean, if he's not the right guy for the for the job, but, I mean. It, Don, <laughs>
3: sail off into the sunset, buddy.
1: You can't. I just don't like it, man. Just
3: is—is is he gonna get picked up like off waivers or anything? <laughs> I like,
1: doubt. I'm sure he's just like, all right, I'm I'm done. He—I doubt he even wants to play after that. But like, I don't think know. Think of
3: think of all of the coaching changes he went through in his career too. Like Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland's pretty bad, right? But historically, like between coaches and, and quarterbacks, but he just went through a complete dumpster fire. Yeah. For seventeen years.
1: Yeah, this is like I don't know. It, it's very strange, and other some other strange things are happening with, with the Lions. Working like they they cut, they they fired their uh, strength and conditioning coach. What was right that all about? One. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But then a, a corner that they cut just got a DUI as well. Oh yeah. So like yeah, that's yeah. another red flag. Like I don't know what's going on in Detroit Land Tiger or Detroit or what do they call it? What is it? Where where do they do it all?
2: Detroit, Allen Park,
1: Allen Park. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Allen Park, but I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. So let's let's get that figured out before the season starts. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I did want to talk some Tigers. So some big Do news, um, big names on the move to Toledo Sunday evening. Torkelson and Green, along with shortstop Ryan Kreidler, uh earned promotions from Double A Erie to Triple A Toledo. Um, they are one step closer. I mean that, that.
2: Let's go. I mean
1: it. Look, you go back what like not even a week ago. And AJ Hinch was saying it's pri- they're probably not even to move up to to AAA, right? It's like no, it's not gonna happen. They were never gonna get to AA. They were never gonna get to AAA. And now th- now they're there, and that's one set. Stat- and I love it. I love the f- and it's not for the fact that I I think that they're gonna get some time this year. I don't. I don't think that they're going to unless you know the, uh, the uh, you know the roster falls apart like we're kind of seeing in-, in a lot of ways with all these injuries. Right. Um they're not going to get a sniff but like one thing that i really like about it and i think tigers fans in general should be excited about is now they know now it's not jumping from double a to tri- to to the big leagues if they make the team out of camp because if if and look they're not going to make the team out of camp for contract reasons and all that good stuff but hypothetically now they got that taste of triple a that they believe, and Ryan would be a big proponent of. Everybody needs it. It's part of the deal. Like you can't just jump up and be good. Well, I, I'm starting to think that that's false because these guys are raking wherever they're at, and it, it, it's yep. it's fun to see. And the fact that they're now at Triple A, and who knows how many games are left in in the Triple A season? My guess would be, you know, maybe 15 or 20. It can't be that many because they they cut it a little soon, a little earlier. Correct. But th- the big the big deal is the fact that. Now they know. And now it's not, well, they just got to AAA. Like, let's say they start the year in AAA, like they're going to next year. Well, these 20 ish games, 15, 20 ish games that they're going to get a taste of is, you know, it's experience that I think everybody in, in Major League Baseball believes team players need. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's just. It's, it's the closest thing without being there. Exactly. And it's so exciting. And
2: people should be really excited about it. You should be really excited. Don't get. Just overly hopeful, like you were saying. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna be in a Tigers uniform this year. Yeah, you know, out of camp, like you were saying next year. Is that that's what you were saying? Yeah. Right? So, I, but there is there is reason to be super super excited because we haven't seen guys in our system move this quickly.
0: Yeah,
1: it's wow. never happened, especially a position player. New. I mean, we've seen a couple arms. I mean, Buck Farmer was an arm that kind of skyrocketed, and I think he just got sent back down, maybe or released or something. Who knows? Um, but like, it, it's really a good thing for this organization to see these guys. And my question for for our fans and and you guys really is, who who are you more excited about? Because in my head, it should be Torkelson, right? Because he was the first overall pick. He's the Raker. He's going to he's going to be a bomber. You know what I mean? Right. But the way that Riley Green. Is developing, and is a t- true blue hitter. I mean, I I love like I'm starting to to really like Riley Green, and I'm, and it's nothing against Torkelson, but I'm I'm ready to put hitch my wagon to a guy like Riley Green, who who's also elite defensively. And Torkelson, I know he he's kind of struggled at third base. We have an opening at first. I'm wondering if they're going to transition him and and what all that's going to happen. Time will tell. But like the fact that Riley Green can go out and play defense in the bigs right now is comforting. Yep, and the fact that he can also hit, we'll see if it, if it translates into the MLB, and how quickly and all that good stuff. But man, I I'm a big Riley Green guy now. Riley Green, and right I, now. Yeah. I and I remember <laughs> that. I mean, kudos to to Vila because when they took him, I was like, oh, really a high schooler? Like I I was questioning it. And man, they got I I think I think they got the best offensive player in back to back drafts. Ooh. and that's pretty dang cool it like as prospect wise you got riley green right in, at fifth overall i think it was maybe it was sixth uh, and then you got remember. torkelson at number one and i think to right now those p- players are probably the best hitters in each of their drafts is is my guess
2: so to answer your question me personally I, i'm i'm a sucker for the new shiny thing
1: and which one do you I consider new the new shiny thing torkelson yeah torkelson yeah. said the new shiny thing well, well, over I, you,
2: over Riley
3: Green. Yeah. yeah,
1: the the draft kind of tells. John, do you have a uh, an opinion about that? Are you are you much of a baseball guy?
3: I mean, I don't get too wrapped up into the into the minor league prospects too early. I don't like to watch too much of their film <laughs> until they make it to the big leagues. Now now prove your your worth. Yeah, I think both guys are going to flourish in the lineup when they get their time.
1: And the, yeah, and and I think the fact that you're going to have an everyday outfielder coming up, developed, ready to go and uh everyday infielder, develop ready go. Those are two major pieces to to an organization. Look, it's not up the middle that we we want uh, an infielder to be and what we need, but, man, even corner. Corner's important. If he can find a way to play third base in Comerica, great. If he can play first, I, I don't care. Heck, DH him. I don't, I don't care. As long as you can rake, we'll, we'll figure out a spot for you, right? Yep. Did you guys happen to watch the, the uh,
2: Field of Dreams game? I didn't watch the game. I saw clips. Yeah. I saw the entrance. It the was spectacular. Entrance
1: was unbelievable. Yep. It was all over my, like, the Instagram and, yep. and the Facebook page and stuff like that. Super I cool. I completely forgot it was on. Completely forgot. And then I actually <laughs> met up with Trav to, to help plan a, a little bit of a bachelor party that we got coming up next week. And, and just kind of like, you know, we met up at, at Shots, and that was on in the background. I'm like, man, I forgot this was on. This is pretty dang cool.
3: It is super cool. And
1: the way that that game ended up was – Oh, that,
3: that ninth inning was, I mean, everything you could ask for in that situation.
1: It was insane. So what was it? The Yankees were down – was it two or three? It three, might have been like
3: – Yeah, I think three. and they then Three. Went up.
1: They went up by one with home runs, I think. I think it was
3: – Yeah, uh, J- Judge and Stanton. Yeah, maybe?
1: yeah. I think they, they both homered. And then um, in the bottom of the ninth, uh, Tim Anderson – yeah. It'll walk-off two runs. So it's, it's just a, a bomb. Freaking, I mean, it uh,
3: looked it looked like a small field, like right. Like let's be yeah. honest.
1: Yeah. Do you think that the, um this is something that they're uh, obviously it came out. I think it was the the Reds and the Cubs are gonna yep. play next yep. year. Does this have staying power? Like I think. How, how do I say this nicely? I think the NHL ruined the Winter Classic by doing the Stadium Series and all that kind of stuff. I still like. The Winter Classic, but it got—it's getting old and it's getting watered down. It's not the spectacle that it used to be. Correct. I don't think I agree. This Field of Dreams game has as much um, life as even the the Winter Classic did. You know what I mean? Like no. I, I think you can do this a few years and then it's going to get old very quick.
2: Correct. It, it it doesn't have that appeal or that showy type game that the Winter Classic did, and I think. The NHL started kind of figuring out that the Winter Classic, I mean, they kept putting the same, you know, s- some of your original six, some of, like, the the, the top contenders yeah. to draw viewers in. And then, yeah. then they thought, you know, we need to reach out to more West Coast and keep things, you know, keep something on the West Coast going or more in the Central. So they started doing the stadium series, yeah. right? Yep. And I don't see how the Field of Dreams game is going to continue if that's the – one thing they do is it's gonna be very old, very quick.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, the way that game ended up, I think they should have just said, "That was awesome." Stop. Let's not let's let's make this a, a rare event. Let's not do it next year. Let's not push it because like baseball games don't get that type of uh, uh, excitement very often for a regular season baseball game. Correct,
2: but MLB is
1: desperate. Yeah, but you can go into this next year, and Cubs are gonna be awful. Reds will probably be decent, and it could be a 7-1 game, and that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Like That's the end of the excitement. I feel like going back into it as quick as they are could actually hurt them. John, you were were about to say something.
3: I just think it's a long season, so if you do it only one time during the season, it's probably not that uh, exciting of a matchup for 90% of baseball fans because their teams aren't involved in the game, right? Mm -hmm. It was cool to have the Yankees in there, I suppose, because they have fans all over the place. Um,
1: so do you think they should do it more and get more right, teams to do it? Right, if you often?
3: if you do it, yeah, more times in a season. I mean, the corn's going to be different, right? Yeah, that's it a takes good a point. While yeah, grow. you can't really. Yeah, you can't change that aspect of it. But what is it knee high
1: by Fourth of July? Yeah, something? something like that. <laughs> so you see, you got to do it after that.
3: Um, you're do you you're drying out like a, a game that had. I guess, one-time significance to the story that was told. Yeah. right? Like I think you celebrate that that one time and, like you said, call, yeah. it, call I have, it a wrap. I have
1: a feeling they're going to they're gonna blow this thing. You know what I mean? They're going to ruin it. But yeah. uh, Jarrett actually texted me, in friend of the show. Jarrett, um, I mean, if there was like one how, – how did he word it? I wrote it down so I could get it right. So the Field of Dreams games, if you could choose one sports moment slash game from a movie to attend in real life, what would it be? So like my, my brain went oh. right to Miracle. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's that that thing that I know it's it's a real event, but like the movie like I don't know if that counts. I should have asked him. But oh. I think that one and also the Field of Dreams I think would be pretty dang cool as well. Like that's That'd that's up amazing. there. Um and then another one that came to mind as kind of a joke is uh the Jamaican Bobsled, the cool runnings. <laughs> I mean, come on. How awesome was that, man? That two and a half minutes would have been so exciting. You want to kiss my lucky egg? <laughs> nah, man. Thank you. you dead? Yeah, man. I mean, do you guys have one? Does one come to, to mind for you guys? My guy? it,
2: it was Miracle on Ice. Miracle? Simply, yeah. I, and, and like you said, is it really a movie? I mean, it's a true event that happened. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's kind of like- I mean, they, like they put it into a movie, so I'm going-
1: yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> John, do you kind of agree with that? Does okay. something else come to mind?
3: Well, you said a sports movie. I didn't know it had to be a real one. I was going to say maybe like Happy Gilmore. It doesn't have to be
1: real. No, it can be Happy that, Gilmore. Final round. That'd be Fine cool. That'd be cool the, to just be part of that crowd. The tour or something, Championship. Right? Yeah. Oh, I got um, one.
3: But no, Mir- Miracle. I think the significance of that matchup and that moment in you know just sports history is it's in everybody's top two for sure. <laughs>
0: Gold
2: jacket, green jacket. Who, who gives g- a who?
1: <laughs>
3: well, you, you were <laughs> going to say version. something. Oh, no, no, no.
2: Up. Me, give me, um, oh, what is it? Little Big League, I think. One of the, the kids, the manager? manager. Oh, my gosh. And then Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year would Come be on. a good
1: one. Watching Henry out there. Yeah. Man, Henry. that crowd was Henry. hyped. Right? Actually, The kids were actually watching that one. The other day. That's actually a real good one. I like the Rookie of the Year one. The Sandlot would be cool. I was just going to say that. Why why is this guy standing here watching this thing?
2: (laughs) Or the longest yard.
1: (laughs) Such a creepy old. Yeah, I would love to be in jail (laughs) watching that game. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner Sicily Annals Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether they know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. And not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Alright, so we only got two for now. Dos. I'm throwing a curveball at you guys. I don't think you're, you have for guys have now. No, like, no idea what I'm talking about. But for now, we got two to introduce. Mikey, you want to start us off?
2: I can do that. So, from Transient Artisan Ales, we've got their Sparkle Water. I. <laughs> that's a sparkle yeah, water. Yeah,
1: that, that's a very interesting water.
2: I cannot see through the fluid. So. Right,
1: so we got to reach out to Transient and ask. <laughs> all right, is this their their take on a seltzer? Because it, it's too dark. What does it like have? Any like it hasn't doesn't have very much information on it, right? Like just the percentage. It,
2: it's got the flavors and the percentage, so it doesn't it's called, have
1: the calories or anything like that, no, which is important with the, seltzers.
2: The what is it? The fat content. Fat yeah, content. The fat content. Fat content. Yeah. No, no fat content. Um, however, it's their dripping hazard cool can. They've always got cool labels. They do very, very eye catching. Yeah. Um, this one's cherry key lime vanilla and lactose sugar. It's a hard seltzer made from corn sugar. So what is a seltzer? And it's a six percenter, and it's 16 beautiful fluid ounces. And I'll tell you what, Sam about dropped dead when he tasted <laughs> this is... earlier. He sipped it, and he's like, oh, my word. Incredible. It very, is...
1: very flavorful. I don't even want to know how many how many calories. It's wild. That's why they didn't put it on. <laughs> there, <I'm
2: sure. laughs> we'll talk more about it later.
1: Um, We do have a comment. So Carrie is drinking the blueberry. Maple Stout from Tug Brewing. So do you guys pick up like a growler? Do you guys buy like a six-pack when you there or what?
2: Nope. That's she, left so over. she went
1: and picked that up? Oh, so she, you guys already had that in the house. We had that stocked. Nice. Very good. So, yeah, Carrie, I'm, I'm excited to know what, what you think about that one. Maple Stout. Um, I didn't know you like stouts. You usually aren't drinking stouts, but uh, let us know what you're thinking about that one as, as the episode goes on. Um, today I am drinking from Austin Brothers, Friends of the show. Austin we did that awesome Bros. Austin Brothers episode. That was a good time. That was with uh Second String, right?
2: Yes. That was yep. a really
1: good time. They actually just came out officially came out with those uh putter covers. They which did. Which are awesome. Yeah, those, look those look really sweet. really nice. Uh wish I could afford. No, I'm just kidding. You guys do awesome. I, I might Great have to bachelor
2: party it gifts. It
1: doesn't fit my my putter, otherwise I would have bought one already. And I don't golf enough. So, John, did you did you look at those? You were you were excited about them?
3: I took we a peek. Like Yeah, I just I I know. I I got a really nice putter in the bag right now that I wouldn't mind getting a nice cover for. Maybe it'll look nice. Will uh, it fit on that one? It like it might. has the right shape and stuff? Yeah, I I won a, a blade Scotty Cameron in a, a golf outing earlier this spring. So yeah, I'm they're sure. they're pretty universal. Whatever that
1: means. What just the, <laughs> the, the the
3: blade is is the style of the putter head.
1: Oh gotcha. What what is that? Oh. Sorry. Connected to You must
2: answer it,
3: the f- <laughs> the call.
1: No, that <laughs> was Andrea's mom was, was calling, and it goes to the iPad, and I don't know how to disconnect it. Do you guys know how to disconnect that kind of stuff?
3: I don't know, but when you answer, you got to say- It would take me a minute. Jet's Pizza. Jet's <laughs> Pizza. This is Sam.
1: <laughs> um, where did, where, where did I leave? Oh, yeah. So, Awesome Brothers. I'm drinking their blood orange peach smoothie. I mean, mm. peach smoothie sounds amazing. Uh, So, for the people that don't know, Awesome Brothers is in Alpena, Michigan, which is- Alpana. Just above the thumb, um, so that's that's a tough place to get. But if you get out there, please check them out. Hockey uh, tournament central. So it is. The, yeah, it's part of their smoothie series. Six point five percent alcohol by volume, fifty five IBUs. It's their New England style India Pale Ale with blood orange peaches and vanilla. So incredible to start. I mean, the, if you like peaches, that. That's perfect for you. And the orange is actually pretty overpowering as well, which is a good thing in my opinion. Sounds peachy. Um, so I was scrolling through the the Facebook last night, and I saw that Food & Wine magazine looked over Google Trends to find the most searched for beer in every single state. Ooh. So. Really? Michigan. Uh, Mi- so Michigan was the only um, beer like that had a Michigan beer. That led the way, which was unfortunate because people in other states are missing out on some really good beer when it comes to Michigan beer. But I want to put (laughs) you guys on the spot. Do you think you can guess in three chances what beer won the most Googled, searched beer in Michigan, in the state of Michigan?
2: I don't want to sound overconfident, but I would think it's almost easy.
1: I think you're going to say two-hearted.
2: That wasn't going to be my first No, one. it was
1: no. going to be your first guess.
3: I thought he was going too hard
2: at all, all right, the way too. So,
1: I shouldn't have even say that because now you're not going to say it. All, all right, real right, quick. Too. Let's real quick go through. Uh, let's see if we can get it with you guys. All day? All day is not the winner. John. What?
2: John? Um, don't do me dirty now.
1: He's going to say delicious. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, I man, I thought you were going to pick uh, too hard
2: Well, you
3: can. we Pick have
1: it. drank this beer before. Not every, not everybody. I don't think.
3: Is it shorts?
1: It is not shorts. Okay. All right. One more chance.
2: Quickly. Oof. Uh, Old Nation M forty three.
1: Ding it! He got it. Yeah. That's exactly. Nice. Got, that is exactly <laughs> it. I think like so. I don't. I didn't write it down, but I think there was like twelve. States had uh, Blue Moon was, was their number one search oh, for it. And I'm like, man, if people are searching by. for that beer, That look, it's decent. It's decent. Not good. Decent. It's gaverage.
2: Get on a plane, get in a train, or get in a car, and come on up. Yeah,
1: or find a way to get it in, in your state because there's so much, there's much more better, much more better. Gooder. <laughs> much gooder.
2: Better. Gooderish. Goodies. I mean- Friend of the show, Travis, he found... What, all day in Scotland a couple
1: years yeah, ago? Yeah, I think. Yeah, was it all day? I think. Or, or was it Centennial? It might have been Centennial. Well, one of the two. It was definitely found Founders. A founders. Yeah. Found the Founders. That, w- that was very, very cool. Um, before we get into the main topic for episode 118, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. They revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine, and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on from dinner with family. Late night drinks, with friends, and everything in between. The hops is becoming a staple in the state, in the West Michigan <laughs> restaurant community. That we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Keep an eye out. Well, it's actually already out uh, for the hops coupon in the Val Pack uh, that was mailed out in July. It was buy a twelve dollar meal and get a beer for a nickel. You cannot beat that deal. But if you want to get a deal that's decent enough, that's worth, makes it worth going. Mention say to my sports and they'll give you a nice little discount on your first beer. Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports, so please check them out and let them know that we sent you.
2: You literally get a beer for chump change. You get to be that it's, guy that's, that you pay for something with chump change.
1: Literally, you could. I could find a nickel probably in the parking lot.
2: Make it rain. Just walk
1: around the parking lot, and you could find a nickel or a penny, enough pennies to pay for that stinking beer. Lots of pennies. Just make sure you bring the coupon. Just bring the coupon. Cowpon. You got to find it. We are going to talk some, some uh, NFL. Really, it's NFL and, and some uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, our question for everybody is, who do you think will go worst to first out of the teams? Um, before we, we start answering that, we did want to talk a little bit about the what happened with the Lions. They lost 16-15. to 15, And I don't really want to waste my time or our listeners' time on trying to break down... Much about this game, it's not worth it. Guess what? Sewell was exposed. He's a rookie. He hasn't played in a year. One game. o line didn't look great. Yeah, they have to gel. They have to get used to their coach. It's a brand new scheme. Goff was average. He's gonna be average. He's an average quarterback. He's not that great. It's exactly what we we're expecting. Nothing downfield. Yep, he doesn't have the weapons to make that happen. He didn't have to- Hawkinson. It was. It's just. It. It he was. Doesn't have Cooper Cup. Yeah, exactly. Well, he didn't have he doesn't have any, he doesn't even have a cup. I don't think like he doesn't have a Cooper <laughs> Cup. He's got nothing. He's got nothing to throw to. And Hawkinson was gone. Uh, Swift was out. So like, I don't want to lose any sleep over it. It's not worth breaking down. Just for brief. the people that are trying to break this crap down. Sorry, but you should be trying to find better things to listen to because breaking down preseason one preseason game one isn't worth. Worth worth any of our for time. any team? It's really not. And the fact so the one thing that kind of came out of this this whole thing was so Michael Lombardi, who who's uh, retired GM or not even retired, just fired and hasn't been rehired GM. He, he has his like po- little podcast thing, and he starts going off about how <laughs> bad uh, Campbell had had clock management. And this is a preseason game, so for the people that didn't watch it. So the, the Lions were down what was it? Uh three, right? Or no, they were down two. They were down two. No, nope, Sorry, they were down one. They were down one point. And they could have ran out the clock, kicked a field goal with very little time left for um, that team, the Bills to to, to work yeah. with. That instead team over there they were aggressive. They were trying they were trying new things. They were throwing things. So this is what basically what happened. It, it was it was ugly. Eventually the Bills came down and kicked field goal to win it by one. So, the Lions kicked field goal to go up two. Bills kicked field goal to go up one. Cool. Right? Not not that big okay. of a deal. But then this 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 idiot, Michael Lombardi, comes on and he goes, I know it's preseason, but Dan Campbell's management of the clock at the end of the game cost his team the game. A preseason game. Correct. Shut up, Michael Lombardi. Like, who cares? He says, where was my first inclination? And I was like, hey man, David Blau oh sorry. Am I am I in the wrong spot here? Sorry. Yeah, I, I jumped down. All right. He cost him the Forgive game. You. He tweeted that and it was also on his thing. He said horrible decisions which allowed the Bills time to move the ball down the field. He also went down went out and said that if I if he was or he who did he say? The Raiders owner or previous owner. What was that what's that dude's name? Mark Davis or something like that. Is that Al his name? Davis? Al, Davis. Al, Al Davis. Davis. He goes. If Al Davis was watching this, he would have fired him on the spot. If a GM, if I was the GM, I would have fired him on. It's like what the preseason game, preseason game that does well, not matter.
2: We also saw Al Davis's uh, letdowns over many years. <laughs> so anyway. I just
1: I couldn't believe that somebody would waste their time. Throw in a guy that he obviously doesn't like because he, he actually came out the week before with comments and, and judging um, Dan Campbell's, like, attitude and stuff, which I, I get. He's a circus. We'll see if it, it pays off. Circuses usually don't win, but maybe it will. You, know, you never know. But, like, what, 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 I, I, it blew my mind that people cared, first of all, let alone about the Detroit Lions preseason game one. When was the last time anybody cared about preseason Lions game 1 in national it, media?
3: It was probably the year they went 4 and 0 and then went 0 and 16. That's exactly. probably when we stopped watching. It's a bad curse. It it, it I, really is.
1: Yeah, I just I couldn't believe the fact that it, that was news to this dude. The the
2: fact that he can't focus on guys trying to make the team, fence players or Guys like Sewell, Hawkinson. Even though Hawkinson didn't play, we're we're not we're not not we. He is not focused on the right thing, and it, yeah. and it proves how silly he is.
1: Yeah, exactly. So unfortunately, Campbell had had to come out and he said, ordinarily today." Like, why why does he have to enter this? Nobody knows, but he did. So he said, "Ordinarily, we would have milked those timeouts um, out of our opponents." Uh, It was kind of one of those where it was my first inclination, and I was like, hey, man, David Blau's going pretty good here. We're moving the ball a little bit. Let's see if we can find a way to get in the end zone. And then the benefit is you don't get it, and your defense is in two minutes, which is what happened at the end. Uh, Again, you get another look at some of those guys in high-pressure situations, those young players. and I, I agree. Completely. Who cares? You if get to you experiment it? Exactly. the way you want. Exactly. You know what? A lot of preseason, like this is just college uh, that we used to do, we used to go five minutes at a time of penalty kill and then five minutes at a time of power play. Why? To practice it. To practice key situations in a hockey game. That's exactly what he's doing. He's like, well, okay, scoreboard aside, we're not playing for a field goal here. We're trying to play to get in the end zone. Right. That's a different situation. Scoreboard aside, we we have an opportunity here to pretend that we have to yep. get in the end zone yep. to win this football game. Yep, because it doesn't matter. What's wrong matter? with that?
2: So, listen, Let, let's, let's get past the X's and O's here. What really matters is if this were game one, regular season, go ahead and scrutinize him all you want.
1: Yeah, but he came out and said he wouldn't have done it that way. He would have ran out the clock, doesn't take matter. the field goal to go up two, and try to win that game. And and the, like it just blew my mind that this was, this was even a topic. It made no sense. Um but that was really the only thing that I took out of the the game. I wasn't going to talk anything about it. It wasn't worth like I said, my time, anybody's time that's listening. But just want to throw Michael Lombardi under the bus cuz that that's just That a boy. That's brutal. Well that's done. that's well embarrassing done. stuff. So, um but what, what were we going to talk about next? Was the mm. the worst of first conversation, right? Is that is that what I was moving to? Um, which we did throw it out to to our listeners. Hopefully, we get some comments rolling in. Um, but basically, w- one thing that always happens, it and it doesn't always happen, but it happens a lot, is a team goes from worst place to first to place in a division, in a division. So
2: yeah, yep.
1: What I did was I I, I took uh, on the on the sheet. Basically, I just have um, who you guys think would would be, you know, going worst first. So. The worst of first teams are, are in scrolling for our, our viewers. Um, so you have the Jets, the Broncos, the Bengals, the Jags, and the AFC. And the NFC, it was the Eagles, 49ers, Lions, and the Falcons. So let's, let's focus on the AFC first. Is that, is that cool? You want to do it like two let's different ways? It. Let's do uh, it. So the AFC, uh, you look at, at, at these teams.
2: So na- naturally... What do you do when you look at the bottom team? What's the second thing you do? I look up. You look up I'm like, okay, right at the top. I'm who,
1: like, who's in this division again? That, that's what I do because I have a hard yep. time with it. I don't, it, it. It's tough for me. So that's exactly what I do as well. And like, if we're talking NFC, it's like, okay, yeah. Or sorry, the AFC, the Chiefs. Okay, they're, they're not going to lose a division, nope. right? Nope. So then I basically say, all right, the Broncos aren't going to win this division. In my head, they didn't do enough to to uh, improve. You know what I mean,
2: right? And the, remember, these top teams would have to have something catastrophic happen. Yeah, and, and you don't plan on that. And, and, the, and the fact
1: okay. that you have the Chargers as well, who who are on the come up, I, I think the Chargers are way better than the Broncos, and they have their quarterback. Yeah. So like, even if something catastrophic happened to the Chiefs. And Mahomes is out all all season. I I still I, wouldn't put the Broncos ahead of anybody. I, Sorry, Travis. I wouldn't but
2: count the Raiders out either. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, no, I, I think that's a, that's a good point. So, so so let's remove them. Jets. So you got you're in the division with the Bills, the Dolphins, Patriots. I don't see what the Jets say. like. I like Zach Wilson. I don't think he's that type of player yet. Is he, John? What what do you feel about that one?
3: Buffalo is winning that division hands down.
2: Yeah, I I really don't think it's close. I I think. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and the chemistry they have moving forward, I, I just think they nearly have that division locked up.
1: They're easily the fourth best team though in that division, right?
2: The
3: Jets. Yeah. Correct.
1: So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put them even in this conversation. No. So we'll move down to the AFC South. So you got the Titans, Colts, Texans, and Jags. The Jags, obviously, they had the first overall pick um, with Trevor Lawrence. And the new coach with um, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer.
3: Interesting. Did there's they, a, there's a did, lot
1: to answer, right?
3: Did they cut Tim Tebow today? See, they did cut Tim. I Tebow was today.
2: gonna say, if Tim, Tim was first, day. then I would have gone with the whole Tim Tebow thing. But uh, Tim, you you enjoy your uh, afterlife, and we'll see you next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. So, yeah. I
1: I don't think the Jags have a shot to you yet. No. No, um, especially with the Titans and the Colts. Colts are a really good team. I could see the Colts winning that division. I mean, the, what the Titans and the Colts were both eleven and five last year. That I don't Colton, see either that, of them dropping off. That much. Colts,
3: yeah, the Colts defense is scary. Yeah, they've dominated in recent drafts and free agency.
1: All right, so we'll move to the AFC North. The Bengals and they're <laughs> against the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns. That is a very very deep.
2: That that's a division. good division. Very good division. Yes.
1: Now, I also look at it and think it's a little overrated of a division. Yep. Because I'm not big on the Steelers. I know they're 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 good. I don't trust Big Ben to, oh, he's old. to stay healthy he's and old. be that good he's old enough.
3: Man. 18th year. Yeah. Like it too many cheeseburgers. So
1: I, I they they were the ones that won a division last year at twelve and four. The Ravens, for the people that, that know me, not big on Lamar Jackson. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy. I feel like the regular seasons, he's very good. When you get to the pole season, he's less than average. Right. And very soon, the regular season is going to catch up to that. Good That's coach. the way I look at
2: it. Perennial contender. They always draft well. They draft their needs really strong. But something funky happens, you know, a, a lot to do with Lamar Jackson, but the team can't get over that hump. Yep. You know, of that wild card weekend or – Whatever it may be in the postseason. So then so. you got
1: the you got the Browns. So so the Steelers won at twelve and four. Ravens were eleven and five. Browns were eleven and five. It makes the least sense that the Bengals could do something like this, but the way that they've been building, and if Joe Burrow is healthy and what everybody thinks he is, I feel like that's that's the type of division that can beat up on each other enough. Yep. That could turn into. I know. I know. You just had a, a twelve-win team, but they could easily come down to a nine, ten-win team winning that division, right? And beat up on each other enough to to make things interesting. Out of the AFC side, that one is interesting to me. Not saying it's going to yeah. happen. I'm. I, I think it's going to happen in the NFC if it happens. But on the AFC side, that that one's interesting.
2: Yep. Give me the Bengals personally on the AFC side. Yeah. Yep.
0: Give
3: Give me the Bengals, but in two years. I don't really? think they're going to do that this year yet, but look out.
2: So can, can I ask you, if you had to pick one on the AFC side, who would it be this year?
3: Oh, that that would be my pick
2: okay. this year. Okay, got it.
1: It would be my pick on the AFC side this year. Um yeah. Just because I can, see, I think mostly because they're all okay, closer it, than, than yeah. We, it,
3: it's super competitive, and like Cleveland's up in the air too. Like they have the potential. All these teams have the potential to put up big points and win big games. Yep, they do. Um, but we also watched Joe Burrow put up big numbers when he was healthy last year, mm-hmm. and now with a Jamar Chase in the lineup, I think uh, you know, and a healthy Joe Mixon, that could be a very potent offense, and again, in a bang bang, you know, division like that.
2: And Chris Evans, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> Miggy is
1: on deck with two outs in the bottom of the fifth right now. So we might be keeping an eye on that one here very soon. Um, but we'll jump over to the NFC. Um, you're not drinking anything blue tonight, are you? <laughs> no. Why? Okay. The Kool Aid. So we're talking we're, about? <laughs> we're talking going Lion, over to the Lion, NFC, baby. Lions Kool Aid. <laughs> All right. Mo- moving on to the NFC. All right. I think this side is way more likely for it to happen in multiple divisions. Um, all right, so, so, so to start, uh, let's start in the NFC North, where the Lions are at. I think out of the four divisions, they're the least likely to go worst to first. And I, I don't think I have to explain why. <laughs> it, it is it is a dumpster fire right now. I don't think they're talented. I do I'm starting to like golf, golf less and less golf. as as, as oh, we I, get closer I, to it. Yeah,
3: let's go play really? nine holes sometime um, soon.
1: As we get closer to the season, I'm starting to like him less. To be honest with you, and I I hope Are
2: you've seen or heard or both or just
1: a little. I just I don't
2: gut hunch.
1: Just a gut thing, I think. And I hope I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, I still got three weeks to get all, all excited about this guy. So give me time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, for me, out of all of them, that's the least likely, I think, especially in that division. Um, okay. Although it is it is uh, Aaron Rodgers' injury away from being a little more open than we realize because I don't Just think the definitely. Vikings are that great. Sure. I don't think the Bears, like, their, their defense is gonna be obviously going to be good. Yep. But is Justin Fields going to be good right away? That is a, a massive question. And Andy Dalton, I would honestly take – Golf over Andy Dalton. So, uh, and
2: I keep hearing a lot of screaming and chanting for Justin Fields. Man, they, that, they want that man. That to crowd start. is
1: getting loud. Yep. Um. So the NFC North, you got the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Falcons. I. I so I look at that. The Saints won the division last year. The Bucks uh, were second with eleven wins. So I think the Saints are going to fall off. The, I do. They are that's not the, going to be in the top two. Out of all of the conferences, they are the most likely to not go back to back division winners. Especially when you have the Bucks going in on that, yep. It's basically the Bucks division to win. Correct. The Falcons are interesting to me because they didn't tear it down. Like I feel like they're the Lions if the Lions decide to do yeah. the opposite of what they did. Yep. And burn it to the ground. You know what I mean? Um, they stuck with their quarterback. They stuck with the coaching staff. I think right. They didn't fire anybody. I don't. I, I don't believe. Um, I could be wrong on that. Actually, I should probably look that up. Um, uh, so they walked Miggy to load the bases. So he Come got on base. On. No home run. Uh, still waiting, um, but I, I'm going to put a little question mark on. I'm not counting them out yet. So let's talk about the NFC East again, wide open division. So, the, so Washington won it at seven and nine. You got the Giants in second at six and ten. Cowboys at six and ten, and then the Eagles at four and eleven. The Eagles, uh, one of the worst teams last year. I don't know how they ended up with four wins <laughs> and a tie, um, <laughs> but I mean
2: a division full of talent also only and winning pedigree. They're
1: also only 3 wins away from winning that stinking division. <laughs> so that one's eye-opening to me, John. What do you what do you think about that?
3: I think it's it's actually from first to worst in that division, I think Is Washington that where you, could finish in yeah, in last you place. You would easily. hit your wagon to that? I mean, the Cowboys are only going to improve with Dak. I think the Eagles are the second worst team in that division. I think Washington's going to finish in last place. Really? Yeah. So you think Wait. they could
1: go first to worst?
3: First to worst instead front, of worst to first. That front four on
1: defense is, oh, boy. Who, are, who are you
2: insinuating is going to finish first?
1: Probably the Cowboys. I think the Giants. You think the Giants what?
2: are good? Yeah,
3: Yeah, they're going to light it up. That would wow. be crazy.
2: Don't tell that to Trav. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> he's going to be like, over 12 wins. <laughs> we still got to get that guy a drink out of his shoe for us. <laughs> is that two out and he's popped up first pitch? What a bum. Drop it. Son of a gun. <laughs> All right. I think the Eagles are an interesting one. And then the last one is the NFC West 49ers. They were in last place 6-10 and 10, uh, in a division with the Seahawks who won it, Rams, Cardinals, and then you got the 49ers. That one's very this interesting. This could be a shootout. Go. That one could be a very interesting division, very strong. I think the Cardinals are about to drop off the face of the earth. I'm not a big Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Kyler Murray guy. I think they're overrated. I think it's going to be a big drop. I don't, I think they're going to lose a division for sure. Um, but then I also think the C- Seahawks, I think they're taking multiple steps back. I think,
2: Do you think the Cardinals are like going to lose by a long shot or like maybe by a game or two?
1: I, I think they're going to end up with about six or seven wins,
2: which okay. is going to All be right.
1: last place in that division, in Got my it. opinion. Um, so it really comes down to the Rams and 49ers. In, in that situation – a lot of people are, are liking the 49ers. I'm not sold on them because if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Um, and they, keep and they hyping, need to, they they need keep to make hyping, a decision.
3: They keep hyping both of them.
1: They do. They're trying way too hard, and I I love their offense. I do. I love Kyle Shanahan as a play caller. I love the way that they, they do things. George Kittle. Yeah, he he's massive. Uh, great, great player in their defense. Is sick. So that I feel like for me – 49ers are the most likely to go worst to first, just because it was kind of a fluke the fact that they were so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. The injury oh, yeah. to Garoppolo really derailed them, yep. and now if there's a injury to Garoppolo, if if say he wins the game out of camp or wins the job out of camp, it's, it might be a blessing in disguise. The way that they're talking about Trey Lance, look, I don't tr- I don't trust Garoppolo. I don't trust a rookie quarterback, but I really like that team. I, I like the way they're built. I like the the coaching staff and all that kind of stuff. So that one's the one that's most intriguing to me. Um, so for me, the most likely to go worst first, I'm going to go with the f- 49ers. Ooh, boy, I, don't want s- I don't want guessed to. You second-guessed it. My other thought was the Falcons. but
2: All right. Well, it's well, going to play out so this year. We'll see.
1: Who, who would you go to for the NFC side?
2: I had to. We were talking earlier, and I had two, and one of them was the Falcons. They were they were my third, but uh, I I have to go with the Eagles. I, I know John was saying that he thinks they're the second to worst team, which could very well be true in that division. It's bad.
3: Yeah, not it's, not any of them are well know, <laughs> right. Yeah, winning playoff it's, games. No,
2: it's it's terrible. I mean, it's it's a pathetic division. Everyone knows it, but with um uh, Devonte Smith and Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts being he he he's is
1: a big question mark for me.
2: He's a big question mark, but he's got a he's got a hell of a mindset.
1: I feel like he's a poor man's Kyler Murray and I don't like Kyler Murray. You Possibly, know what I mean? Possibly,
2: but but Hurts is a gamer. <laughs> okay. No, I am so, not telling you I'm, no, I'm no, no. I I'm interested to
1: see. I'm interested to see. Correct. With him.
2: I, I've liked Jalen Hurts Ever since he was at Bama, I, I hate Bama. Yeah. But I I like Hertz. I like the way he plays. He's got grit. He's smart. He's good at what he does. I love his craft. And when you look at Washington, Washington didn't wow me. <laughs> the Giants, the Cowboys they didn't wow me or anyone. Yeah. And, and I'm
1: still questioning if, if Dak Prescott's meal would play. That one's very we'll interesting.
2: See. So give me the Eagles.
1: Alright, so you take the Eagles on the NFC side and the Jags on the AFC side. Who would you take out of those two? Uh,
2: wait, who the Jags and who? Sorry,
1: you said Eagles on the NFC and the Jags. I said Bengals or sorry, Bengals right, on Eagles. the on the yeah, AFC, sorry. My, my apologies.
2: Um, give me the Eagles,
1: John. Who'd you? Who out of both leagues would you take? Oh boy, that <laughs> was a lot of silence there. Geez, <laughs> <dun>, <laughs> I gotta get dun, something going. Dun, no, there's Is three. There's three. <laughs> no,
3: there's three legitimate options here outside of the Lions in the NFC North.
1: Would you take the Lions?
3: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone. Somebody please, please uh, take, take the Lions. So I don't have to.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a tough. I, I'll go with the Forty ers too. I Ooh. think. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: so what we're going to do is in our Betting hero segment, we'll talk about what Vegas thinks of that. So we'll, we'll get into that. I, I also took the 49ers. Um, but what do we got next? So, Oh, we did want to talk a little bit of some rule changes that were interesting.
2: The dreaded um, rule changes.
1: On the uh, NFL side of – sorry, I'm writing something down before I forget. Um, on the NFL, so a couple things. So rule changes and some rule emphasis um, basically, so what, one thing that was approved, a one-year experiment in a, an attempt to make it easier to recover onside kicks. In 2021, the receiving team on kickoffs will be limited to nine players within 25 yards of the ball. Last season, NFL teams recovered only three of 67 onside kicks, the lowest total in recovery rate since the since at least 2001, as a result, the Philadelphia Eagles proposed that teams be given an option to gain 15 yards on one offensive play from their own 25-yard line to retain possession after a score. They tabled that and just instead decided to take a guy or two off of the the inside of the 25 yards. So a little bit of change there. An approved rule change that uh, ensures the enforcement of all accepted penalties during successful try attempts defined as an opportunity to a for a team to score one or two additional points during one scrimmage down did that make what? any sense to you guys I no. so that all right the only reason why I included that was because it absolutely made no sense <laughs> like no sense to me I have no idea if they're talking like point after attempts I don't know what they're talking about how do you score one or two additional points during one scrimmage down like a scrimmage down a point after attempt is technically not a scrimmage down right because it's a point after attempt. So like, well, I, it just blew my mind that that was even a part of this article that I found. Um, and then the big one that we wanted to talk a little bit more about, and we got a video that kind of uh, goes along with it, but they decided to include taunting among its points of emphasis for 2021. McKay clarified that the emphasis would be directed not at celebrations, but towards a cr- – oh, Oh, boy. Oh. Whoa, whoa. Did you
2: practice that word before? No, I didn't even see it before. <laughs> what word
1: is that, John? Are you a reader? <laughs> do you guys know what that word is?
2: Acrimonious.
1: Acrimonious. What does that mean? Interaction. Interaction among players. So basically, they're they're starting to, they're, they claim they're going to crack down hard on taunting.
2: Claim? They did it.
1: Yeah. So preseason game one. So for the people that are watching live, we do have a little bit of video. Um, that we wanted to show some fans, so it doesn't have sound. But what I'm going to do is do my best to describe it for the people that are listening on the podcast. Just check out our live videos, and you'll get to see what you're looking at. So basically, what we're looking at here is a Colts running back, and he got tackled at the line. What was it? Third, second, and two, and he got met at the line, if not before. And he just plumbled his way to like a, what a 12 yard game. I think I think they a say 12 yard game with like things. eight guys on. So him. maybe can you rewind that a little bit again, John? So basically, so for the people that are watching again thank you um, just jump back and hit hit play so basically he gets mad at the line and just just drags a pile which you see all the time in the league what does he do he gets up and flexes a little bit nothing crazy he just like yes throw like just gets really excited and it's like dude and they throw a 15 yard penalty that dude just got a 12 yard carry and i don't even want to get into the fact that he's a a guy working for a job and costs his team instead of like did what he was supposed to do and gets you know that that could be a big break for a guy like that, right? And I don't want to get into that. I'm, I'm focused on week seven when somebody runs out the clock, they bust through and get yep. excited about it, and all of a sudden throw a flag. The the play is completely washed.
2: Yeah. What's this player's name? Did anyone get his name? I don't name? think
1: it, I don't think it matters, John. You can you can jump off oh. of the. Sorry, but okay,
2: no, but anyways, whatever his name is, the, yeah. the man wasn't standing here. No. Like this, he he got he got up with his hand and with his hands and arms to his side, just just pumped. You could you could almost say he didn't even stand over the guy. Yeah, he got up, just <clears throat> yeah. I'm so pumped. Turned around, there is a flag. It was
1: it was terrible. Look, uh, so it's preseason. What the NFL does, what all leagues do, is when they're going to bring in a new rule, or start emphasizing and focusing on something in particular, they overreact. Oh, yeah. Is that an overreaction? I I believe so. But is it an overreaction, or is that going to be the new thing? Because if that's the new thing, we're going to run into a crap ton of problems in this league, and I hate that.
2: It's going to be the new thing for the first half of the season. You're going to have – And they
1: did that with holding a couple years ago. You're going
2: to have – teams complaining, you're going to have fan bases breathing down the league's neck. And it's going to change it's going to lighten up, but every single team is going to be negatively affected throughout their 17 games this season.
1: I'll tell you who the first one's going to be is the Detroit Lions. Cuz they always are.
4: Well, <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> it's it's a silly enforcement of a rule. It's it is. it's ridiculous. I, Why? Do
1: you think that so I mean there's been Taunting issues. I mean, what, what is the college football doing? Like, the, you can't do the horns down thing. Like, there's like all I this stuff. Hate it. I'm, I'm going back to when uh, in, in the Super Bowl. So, the world's watching, right? Yep. And the Tyreek Hill thing that he does is he gives deuces to people, right? Yep. And there was that interception. I think it was an interception, or maybe it was a fourth down conversion. And the corner. In his face, just gave him the big old deuces. It was the deuces seen around the world. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's the most watched football game, and that guy gave it to him. I feel like it's an overreaction to that play in particular. Look, if there was a brawl started because of a taunting thing, yeah, you don't see that it, it, across, you know, NFL. No. Taunting is not an issue in the NFL. There's it doesn't cause fights. It might cause some jawing. It might cause some pushing and shoving. Are you the, offended by that kind of stuff? Is there are there people the in this fan, world that get offended by that? Like yeah, the, I just did that. The fans don't care,
2: and it's all about the players on the field and the the players. This is part of what they live for. Yeah, getting pumped up, a little bit of taunting, a little bit of jawing, just like you said. This is part of the game. Yeah, you're so taking you have, part ha, of the have game. Have
1: comments like yeah, it's a dumb call, and they don't like it. Our, our listeners don't like it. The comments are are, are coming in that it, they think it's ridiculous. Yeah. And if and if this is going to be the new thing, remember when like they cut down on celebrations and you can't celebrate, you can't do this, you can't do that. And, and the NFL was the no fun league, you know. Oh yeah. This is going back towards that. They've opened up oh, this, yeah. the the door to the celebrations, which I personally hate the the scripted celebrations and all. Like I think that's a a goof thing. Like I think it's disgusting. You get all these defensive players. They get a, a touchdown, or sorry, interception. They run 80 yards down to a camera in the end zone. It's
3: a lot of energy. Well,
1: yeah, it's a lot of energy being wasted. <laughs> I'm like, what are you they, saying? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, they,
3: they wonder why they get hurt. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's so, like, well, you just wasted 30 seconds of my life and your hamstrings well, on running. Who was the guy
2: that yeah. tore his ACL? Oh, uh, Tulek.
1: Wasn't it tulick Steven Tulek?
2: Oh, oh yeah. my yeah. word. So you, you you do worry about that. Like, if I were a coach, I'd be like, hey, if you guys want to celebrate, that's great, you know, do a little fist pump or something. Don't be jumping up and down and doing (laughs) kicks and stuff. you got to be out of your mind. We pay you too much money.
1: I I don't get it. I don't understand the scripted celebrations. But. But this is disgusting. Yeah. This is the new thing.
3: Individual play. Like, the guy just drug five grown human beings ten yards downfield.
1: Yeah. Uh, he should be able to flex, and I'm not. He, and the fact is that he didn't even flex on the guy. It wasn't right. like so. He kind of like looked down, but it was just like the way he was already facing. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything crazy.
2: Right. Well, I hate it that it's gone down to the collegiate level. Just like you said, the Red River rivalry. I gotta say it slow. Yeah, I, I know. Can't I have a really hard
1: asked. time with that, especially a couple beers deep.
2: So, is society this soft? Where like. Like this is this is the horns thing. This is that's just what it is. It, what's okay? What's yeah. the problem? Well, okay, this is so, Texas. Yeah,
1: horns down. And,
2: and what does Oklahoma do a thing? Like do they do like a O or like <laughs> what? No idea
1: what, what? people do. <laughs> okay, why does this matter? Why I, does this hurt? I don't think it's a swear word. Like I I know I know something you can do with your hands. That's a swear word. But I don't. That's not one of them. <laughs> like, this is crazy. That, that like it's like, absolutely nothing. We're soft.
2: We're way too soft.
1: And to be honest. I mean, their horns kind of go down, right?
2: <laughs> like Kind of swoop down and off. Little, yeah, they,
1: they're kind of going down anyways. I hope I didn't but, just do something illegal on, on the Instagram, or not Instagram, but YouTube. Am I going to get so, shunned off of YouTube well, for doing <laughs> horns down? Is that a problem?
3: Either that or gang signs.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: I think Kyle might be happy if you got shunned on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs>
1: but like, yeah, it would probably give us <laughs> some exposure.
2: Shout uh, out,
3: Shout out to Kyle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, what but- up, Kyle? Tell me why. Why does it matter?
1: Because it's offensive. And somebody's offended, and that's just how the world works. (laughs) Silly. It's very silly.
0: Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. (laughs) You're listening to State of My Sports.
1: College football is almost here. What oh, are we? Oh, 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 is it is it a week from Saturday? Is week zero, or is it two weeks from Saturday? I think it's a week I from think Saturday. A week. a week from Saturday, we will see real football, college football. I don't know who's playing week zero. I don't care who's playing week Probably zero. Like I'll be Sunbelt watching. Or Mac or something. I'm going to wa- I think I think Nebraska usually plays week zero. Do they really? I think so. What? I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe John can look that up as, as we get into this topic. But, um, Pump it up. I think yesterday, maybe the day before, it doesn't matter, uh, the AP Top 25 came out. Oh, well, it had to be yesterday because it always comes out on Mondays, right? Um, Calling all Michigan fans. Really no, not a whole lot of surprises <laughs> in, in the top four, um, team-wise at least. Obviously it was going to be Alabama, uh, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. I thought the most interesting thing was about this was the fact that Oklahoma was actually slotted at number two. Over Clemson and Ohio State, look, I'm not gonna lose any uh, sleep over it. It's preseason. Whatever. Nobody, nobody really cares. Nope. But it's still fun to talk about when we when we talk about the top 25 as a whole. As a whole. So what I wanted to do is for our, our kind of college football season preview. We're running out of our weeks. We're gonna be at, in Big Lake next week, which is gonna be awesome. But that's gonna limit our time on really? on some some college football talk. Um. So really, we got to start doing our, our our preview type stuff now. And that's that's where we're at, and I'm okay with it. I I don't care. I'm ready. I'm ready for some college football.
2: I think everyone is. I
1: tried holding on to the summer a little long. I'm ready to let it go and just talk football. Yeah,
3: I'm ready. One week from this Saturday. Who plays August twenty eighth? I mean, the only big game really for us would be uh, Nebraska versus Illinois. So Big
2: Ten game. Illinois. Brandon Peters.
3: Um <laughs> C- Connecticut, Fresno State, uh Hawaii, UCLA, UTEP, North Mex or yeah, New Mexico State, sorry. Uh probably so,
1: no ranked teams or anything yet.
3: No, Southern Utah versus San Jose State.
1: Awesome. Hey, it's college football. I'll we, be watching. We back. I'll be watching. I just bought a new mount for my T V in the garage. Oh. So I'm gonna mount that baby here in the next couple couple days. Did you get a an- a new TV for the garage? I'm I'm taking my parents' old TV.
2: Hey, yeah. boy! I hope
1: they didn't throw that thing out yet. <laughs> uh, they got a new TV, which means I get a new TV. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 years old Sony, but hey, does the job. Not mm-hmm. not perfect, but it'll it'll work for me. So, what really what I want to talk about is is I don't want to go through the top 25. Um, mainly because I know Kyle's listening and he would kill me if I named all the top 25 and got too deep into it. Well, well, what I want to talk <laughs> about is, is some overrated teams. So if you guys want to follow along, pull up the AP Top 25 on, on your computer and, you know, we're going to talk about our most overrated, underrated, so maybe some snubs, biggest risers and followers. We're going to try to move, move pretty quick. Um, but I, I think it's fun to talk about. So we don't have to move too quick either, you know. So, um, so what I want to start with is is the most overrated uh teams in in your opinion. Michael, do you want to start us off with that one? Um and I guess I mean it really is how you look at it. It is top 25 in general. If somebody falls out of the top 25, is that overrated or do they have to be in the top 15 to be overrated? Like really it's it's your call. Um I have a couple if you want me to start, but I mean if you're ready to go, that'd be cool too. Um,
2: what one, one i can name to you right now is definitely texas okay texas overrated it's uh oh, it, hurt, it, it hurts to s- <laughs> 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 it hurts to say it but it's very michigan feeling
1: michigan esque yeah
2: to have texas up there i i know they're just sitting there at 21 you know they're not there in the top 15 top 10 by any means but uh, you know sam Ellinger, he's gone right
1: I believe so, yeah. So
2: I mean, he was their star on that team. He was their leader. And now I, I don't know a whole lot about the team. I don't know a whole lot about any of these teams just based on what I've seen last year, Yeah. notable departures. And,
1: and, and I think that's a really, really important point is, look, if you want people that are going to study each and every team, you've come to the wrong place. Correct. We're opinion people. We're going off of name. We're going about off of what we've seen. We look at a lot of recruiting and, and all that stuff. So, look, I, I don't dissect any of these teams. I don't know a whole lot. I look at who, what their name is, what they lost, and what their schedule is. All that kind of stuff. And, and, and I get recruiting built in there. I could be way off on some of these opinions. But I'm telling you what, if you're listening to the ESPN or the CBS and all that stuff, 98% of those people are In the same boat, Wait, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? they don't know half the crap either, you know. So, if we're wrong, tell us we're wrong, if we're right, tell us we're right, and we'll buy you a beer. Or
2: something. So, I guess <laughs> another one, not that they shouldn't be in the top 25, I guess where they're sitting in the top 25 is LSU. I question why they're sitting at 16.
1: So, do you think they're uh, higher than they should be, or lower? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, higher than they should be? I think they should be somewhere between 20 25. All right, so.
1: Yeah, because they they had an awful year. Terrible year. year. Um, they
2: they've been slowly declining. It's it's not this this rapid decline where I you know if you're an LSU fan you should be absolutely horrified and worried by any means. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense for them to be sitting at 16. Yeah, so
1: so, so for me the way the way I looked at it is is and I'm going to say the the biggest you know the fallers later and, and it can, could could kind of fit into this is is I put Notre Dame. I think they're a bit overrated. So they they, they were gonna fell be in. Third. They fell in at the the number nine, uh, category. And and it's not necessarily because you know, uh, they aren't one of the most talented teams in in, in the country because they are. What I look at is the question of quarterback, and yep. Jack Cohen, who who's a transfer from Wisconsin, go right, and he's coming I don't in. Know. Uh, Sounds right. I, I don't from what, from what I saw from him. At Wisconsin, I, I don't expect him to, to take Notre Dame to another level. They're very talented. They're they're always talented in the trenches. Mm-hmm. They have weapons. I'm not sure you bring this guy in and he is the answer that they're looking for. Look, they, and it's not just that. It's the fact that they have a very, very tough schedule. They do. So they play Wisconsin, Cincinnati, USC, in UNC, they're on the top fifteen. Ooh. That's a very tough schedule. Then you bring in Stanford, who who could be a sneaky tough team as well. I don't think they're overrated per se, but like, I just don't know how they go through the the transition to a new quarterback that tough of a schedule and still end up in the top ten. I could see them falling. You know, it could be one of those years that they fall that they fall into twenty three, twenty five spot. Sure. You know what I mean? And the name is the, the biggest reason why Just they make the top on. 25. Yep. Now, look, at the same time, Notre Dame is the type of team that when things click, they are really good. And if Jack Cohen is better than than I'm expecting him to be in this system and, and the way that it works, I'm going to be eating these words because they could be a very, very damn good team and oh, make yeah. this top four yeah. very easily. Yep. And I don't want to say easily because the, the, I already named the schedule it's a very tough schedule. Correct. But if it clicks, if it comes together as, quicker than I I'm expecting, it it could turn the other direction just as quick. You know what I mean? Like yep. I could see them making the playoff just as much as falling out of the top 20. And, oh, yeah. but like I just feel I feel like it's the safer bet to be like, yeah, I I could see them being considered a little overrated. Yep. Going through the quarterback transition is a big thing for me. And Notre Dame is a very hit-and-miss team when it comes to that. Correct, with you know quarterbacks. I mean? yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, they're not the Alabama's, Ohio State's, new, that's just like, oh, new. next man up. Nope. It's not the way it works for Notre Dame. Uh, serviceable it, at, In the quarterback position, I should say, because it works that way in the trenches for them in a lot of ways, well, yeah. in weapons and stuff like that. They're a great team, great so recruiting.
2: That's why it, a lot of the top very, linemen out of Michigan went to Notre yeah, Dame last very year. Very good
1: coach, all of those things. So I get why they're at nine, but at the same time, I could fall. I could slot them into the most overrated category. Um, I did want to get into a little bit underrated here, John. Please, if if you have anything that you wanted to to, to do, let let me know. Overrated. Yeah. I think
3: a team that could slip out of this top twenty-five right now would be Iowa at eighteen.
1: Yeah, that that they're a. Jekyll and Hyde type team, right?
3: Yeah, they got like a, I don't know, not a very competitive side of the conference to play against, but I just feel like they're never that great and they're never like that bad. They're yeah. kind of a middle of the pack team. It seems
1: like they have a lot of three-point flip of the coin type wins, and if they're losing those coin flips, then they they could fall very quickly. I think, I think that's a very interesting one. Um, underrated. I'm going to start with this one. I think Ole Miss could be a little underrated. They they kind of slotted in, so they had 106 top 25 votes. Kiffin. They were outside the top 25. Um, the 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 past four years, they have an average of 30 um, recruiting class, and with a coach like Lane Kiffin, that offense could be very, very interesting to watch and will keep you in a lot of games that you probably shouldn't be in against the Alabamas mm-hmm. of the world. I'm not saying that they're going to beat Alabama, but when you have a gimmicky offense that – you know, average teams can't, can't contain, you're going to win those games. And then you can really sneak up on, on some teams. And it's not just that. Um, Their t- two toughest games are Alabama and LSU. And other than that, it's just about as easy as an SEC schedule can get. I, I looked at it earlier uh, last night, um, and it just it didn't stand out to me that it was that tough. And I'm not saying that they're going to sneak and, and beat Alabama, um, LSU, I think, is a very interesting team. I, I don't know a whole lot about them, so why not win that game? C- can you go through that schedule and, and win and lose only one game? Yeah, you could. And an SEC team with one loss, they're going to be in the top ten season end. I'm not saying that that's what Ole Miss is going to be, but that's where I feel like they can slot very quickly if things come together. And I know Lane Kiffin is is a very, um, what's the word, lightning rod type coach. You either love him or you hate him. Um but I could see them sneaking in the top 10. Let's say they only lose to Alabama. It's very feasible, and and you're going to get in the top 10 with one loss as an SEC team. So that, that's where I went to. Micah, do you, do you have somebody else that stands out to you as an underrated team?
2: Yeah, I think the interesting one for me is Oklahoma State. Uh, Big 12 Conference, you know Texas, Iowa State, um, Oklahoma, unfortunately, but... You know, they, they could be a 2-3 a loss team and maybe taking a win from one of those three teams, those those top-tier teams, and ending up in the 25 easily. Yeah. I I, I don't see why Oklahoma State wouldn't end up in the top 25. Yeah, after. They, they were
1: basically the highest-rated non-top-25 team. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's an inter- interesting one uh, because they, they could beat – and it's not necessarily because they're – as good as the Oklahomas and Texas's. No, not by any means. But it's the fact that I don't think the other teams are that that good. You know what I mean? I think the other that teams are overrated. Better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. So I, I think that's a good one for me. Oh, I already I already gave mine. You sure did. I did. And I yes, you did. It. I did a great <laughs> job too. <laughs> good job. People self. remember. People remember. <laughs> John, did you have a, a underrated team that stood out to you or?
3: If you don't, don't know. honestly, if like, you don't, don't worry about it. Auburn's another one. Like, they're in the SEC, too, where if they just beat one good team and maybe they beat another team that a better team lost to, so it moves them up in the uh, you know in the top 25 somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't see them competing on any level. They like, get a win in the Iron Bowl. L- like yeah. I said. I think the I, coaching
1: change is the one thing that made me a little hesitant about that. Yeah. But I also, I mean, they recruit well. They got talent. Yep. And if you got the right coach, it can happen very quickly. I, I think can see if, that one.
3: yeah, if you're the fourth place team out of the SEC, you're probably finishing in the top twenty-five.
1: So I feel like outside, we, so we, we all name teams outside the top twenty-five. So the next one that I, I had on here was top twenty-five snubs. Would you guys go a different direction? I personally have one that would be a different direction. Um, if you guys don't, that, that's cool. Um, but I, for me, my top twenty-five snub was actually Northwestern. Uh, I don't know when, or, or really what else they have to do to to earn the respect from the AP and just the, the just college football in general. Um, they finished in the top ten last year, and and have a and have had ten win season and nine win season in the past four years as well. They they had a rough year with I think it was three and seven or something like that a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a great coach, proven coach, and they also just named a five star quarterback, uh, Hunter Johnson. He he won the job. And that's intriguing to me. He was a transfer out of Clemson. Look, it hasn't worked out for him. He's, he's looked bad at Northwestern. Yep. But it can happen very quickly. And look what they did with uh, Peyton, Peyton Ramsey. That, that was his name. Peyton Ramsey. Yep. They had a good enough quarterback. If they, This guy should be, be able to be good enough. And I love their coach. I can't remember his name. Uh, Pat Matt Fitzgerald. Pat, I hate him. I hate him. He's As a, a Michigan fan, he's a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah, and I would look. I, I, I'm still a hardball guy. I'm not going to give up on him yet. But <laughs> if Harbaugh doesn't work out and Pat Fitzgerald's looking to move, hey, maybe, come on maybe over, pay a little extra up, to get a guy like that. I, I'm okay with that. But I think the combination of a a talented quarterback does it translate? We'll see. Yep. And the way that this program is being built. I think they deserve to be in the top 25 easily. I would have put them over Coastal Carolina, Louisiana. I would have put them over probably Arizona State. Yep. Same. And and that's just I think they deserve it. And it's not necessarily because they're proven to be better or anything like that and and look, the AP probably knows a little more than me about every team. I just I think it, it they deserved it. To drop out of the, from top 10 finishing last year to fall completely out of the top 25 Seems a little ridiculous to me.
2: I couldn't agree with you more. So that, that's, Same team. That's
1: my top twenty-five snub.
2: Same team. I, I. There's nothing else that needs to be said. You know, you got your Coastal Carolina, like you said, but, you know, a team like, like I mentioned earlier, like Texas. Not necessarily LSU. Not necessarily taking them out by any means. Them dropping, maybe take Texas out, but then one team I didn't see in there until just now. Please refresh me, but why is USC in there?
1: No clue. I, I feel like the, it's just a want. It's like a, it's like Lions fans uh, being excited. You know what I mean? It's like we want USC to be back so badly that we're just going to overrate them until they prove us wrong. You know what
2: I mean? I mean, sadly, is that like another like Michigan thing? Like, oh, we're going to put a big brand in there. It'll look good.
1: It'll, it'll I would think if great. Michigan was right there with them, but right. <laughs> you're right. No, I right, hear but, what you're saying.
2: But why, why are they in there? So, yes, put Northwestern in there. Take one of these other bums out. Louisiana, Raging Cajuns. Yeah, you out. Yeah, out.
1: Yeah. So, the next one that we want to do is the biggest risers and fallers. For me, I want to mostly focus on a top 10 team likely to fall outside the top 25. So, not necessarily overrated, just the, the it didn't stack up right for them. You know what I mean? Um, and if you guys want to go a different direction, feel free. I'm going to go with Iowa State. I think the Matt Campbell sizzle uh, is a little misleading. And I, I think it was a couple weeks ago that I used the the brand's sizzling steak analogy where it's got a lot of sound, gets you a lot of, ex, a lot of excitement. It's like, oh, that, that's interesting. What's, what's going on on that plate?
3: Comes out, comes out hot, but it's just. Comes
1: out hot, and when you cut into it, it's still just a brand's steak. Nothing, nothing too excited to get about. I feel like that's going to be a new analogy for everybody. I think that, that's a great analogy. Um, I don't think they've arrived as much as everyone else. I, I really don't. And I think they have a lot of coin flip games. you got Iowa, OK State, Texas, and Oklahoma, um, along with TCU and, and West Virginia. I mean, I could see it being a tough year for them. And, again, it's one of those situations that I could be wrong. And they're a lot better than than I, I'm giving them credit for, and they win most of these games, and and they're right up there. That's a very tough schedule. They have a lot of um, over hype, in my opinion, mainly because of their coach and everybody's really excited about them. Uh, I just I don't know. I I don't believe in them. I could see them finishing outside of the top twenty-five. Uh, do you have a different direction that you wanted to go, Micah? On this? On this? I sure do. All right, where where do you want to go? I hate
2: go? this team with a passion. Give me Penn State on this one. Okay. I like it. Give me Penn like State. It. Listen, let me quick flip, to a, <laughs> let me I flip hate to a let me flip to a page from last year, okay?
1: I think I hate them number two. <laughs> I hate Ohio State and I hate Penn State and then Michigan State comes in. I personally. Hate Penn State. So I hate James they, Franklin.
2: They finished four and five overall last year. Okay, they lost to Indiana, Ohio State, Maryland, Nebraska, Iowa, and then finished out the season winning against Michigan Rutgers, Michigan State Illinois. Okay. This year they're going they're going against Wisconsin, Ball State, who cares? Auburn, Villanova, are they playing their basketball team? Villanova, really? <laughs> okay. Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Ohio State, Maryland, Michigan Rutgers and Michigan State. You going to tell me with what happened last year? It was the COVID year. Everyone had the COVID year. Yeah, and you you still fell flat just like Michigan did. I know, just like Michigan State did. We all know. We get it. Yeah, you're gonna finish that season and in the top twenty five, just guaranteed. And I you mean if you're if you're a Penn State fan, get real.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a good one. I really do. That I would love to see them fall out of the top twenty five. Eat dirt, John. Do you have have one that comes to mind here?
3: Only because I don't like the state of Ohio, I'm going to go with number eight Cincinnati.
1: Oh yeah, you know, well, that'd know. be
3: yeah. interesting. Yes,
1: I mean it's very. Well, they play Notre Dame.
3: Trev, put some money on it.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> and then the last thing that I want to talk about here, here first, um, <laughs> with our with our college football, <laughs> is most intriguing team to make the playoff that's outside the top four. And I think this one gets very interesting. I
2: already got my team. Who is it? That team, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I, oh, really? I, I am so sick and tired of what's going on with the college football playoff. They're sitting there at 8. They're going to sit there just like they did last year, and they are coming in so pissed off. This team is pissed. Yeah. This team hates the NCAA, the committee, the way they've just completely screwed them over. They're coming in hot.
1: Man. That is my team. For me, it's UNC. Um, I think they have one of, if not the best quarterback in the country with Sam Howell, and only two key games on their schedule with Notre Dame and Miami. I know it's stupid because UNC. I mean, they always let people down, right? Like, they never are – they're always supposed to be on the come up, and they never are. They're just kind of the, the average team year after year. Yep. I feel like this could could be their year to sneak in. They have that winner take all game against Clemson in the ACC championship game. You never know what's going to happen. Not saying they're going to win it. That's one that that's just in- interesting to me. If you have one of the best quarterbacks in the game, you can be one of the best teams in the game pretty pretty easily. So that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna remember, or that's where I read I read. <laughs> that's where I'm gonna go with,
3: with that one. We're gonna, we're gonna
0: we're gonna cut that one out. For Kyle. <laughs> If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love both like a fat kid loves cake.
1: or oh, ice cream.
0: This is State of My Sports.
1: Because we're talking ice cream, because...
0: Ice
2: cream, you scream.
1: National Soft Ice Cream Day is on its way. I think it's, I think it's the 19th. Soft serve? Soft, well, they said soft, but it's, Ooh. yeah, as I dug into it, it's soft serve. <laughs> the reason why they call it soft, and I'm, I'm going to get into it a little bit here. Do so, it. in 1934, on Memorial Day weekend in Hartsdale, New York, Tom Carville had a flat tire after pulling his ice cream truck into a parking lot. The businessman knew his product was melting. As vacationers drove by, Carvel sold the softened ice cream to them. Surprisingly, they loved it, the soft ice cream, or- er, they love soft ice cream. Uh, the potential for a new dessert was not lost on the salesman. Instead of roving ice cream truck, roving? Uh, instead of roving.
3: Instead or, of a roving.
1: Instead of a roving. Oh, thank you so much. you Instead welcome. of a roving ice cream truck, Carvel could have a fixed location with soft ice cream. Two years later, he opened his first ice cream store, On the site where his truck broke down in the preceding years, Carvel patented a super low-temperature ice cream machine and created a secret formula ice cream. It wasn't long before other businesses (laughs) businesses (laughs) uh, began to crop up. Uh, The hard ice cream industry began to object. Despite both products providing similar flavors, serving in enjoyment, uh, they were different. Hard ice cream business did suffer a reduction in revenue during the first years of soft ice cream popularity even in even the Minnesota legislative passed laws prohibiting the sale technically by law it was considered to be ice milk of soft ice cream from a machine it had it had to be sold prepackaged the law was later changed um, and then so basically I know this is more information than anybody ever wanted on soft serve ice cream. <laughs> But that's why you're coming to Stay in the My Sports (laughs) podcast. This is
2: absolutely That's what it's all about.
1: That's what it's about. Uh, How different are soft serve, soft and hard ice creams? John, real quick, can you look up 20 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit temperatures? (laughs) Because I got to get to that here in a minute. You couldn't translate that? that? On Google, I think. Do you know how to?
2: No, it said you couldn't translate that for the show sheet.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) should have.
3: 68 degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Oh, wow.
2: All
3: right. So did let's you say 20 or 20 below?
1: Negative Um, 12. Negative 12? -12. <laughs> I don't know where you came uh, up with
3: 20. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> said 20 out loud.
1: I probably did. Yeah. There, there's a really good chance. Uh, well, they are made with the same ingredients. Soft ice cream has less milk and ten, fat. Ten 10.4. Milk fat. 10.4. 10.4. Okay. It also has more air than hard ice cream. Both of these factors contribute to the ice cream being more delicate and smoother. The milked, The milk fats... And the hard ice cream caused to be a firmer when frozen. Another difference is the temperature of the ice cream are kept frozen. Soft ice cream machines keep a temperature of negative 6 degrees Celsius, which is...
3: 21.2 degrees Fahrenheit.
1: And then hard ice cream is kept at a temperature of negative 12 degrees Celsius... (laughs) 10.4 10 10. <laughs> 10. 10.4
3: 4 degrees Fahrenheit.
1: <laughs> this is Vacation Sam at his best. Miguel Cabrera is up to that. I
2: love when beer starts taking over your conversation. <laughs> well,
1: that might not seem like a big difference. <laughs> the evidence is in the ice cream.
3: I am bringing a thermometer to the store <laughs> to check what temperature their ice cream's at the, in Celsius. The
2: temperature right. sensitivity.
1: So, what we want from you guys, along with what we're going
3: to do, Maggie, Maggie. is.
1: How do you like to eat soft-serve ice cream? There are so many ways. What? So many ways to eat soft-serve ice cream. Did I said that right, didn't I? Th- I? So many ways. We're going to fill our banana bowl with our four favorite ways to eat soft-serve ice cream. It can be ingredients. It can be a way. It can be flavors. I'm all good with that. But while you guys are thinking, throwing a little curveball at you because what we oh have... This week oh, no. for our banana boat segment is banana watch beer from oh, Arvon Brewing Company. I
2: saw them release that on their Instagram. I and was I like lost my marbles. Boom.
1: This is what <laughs> we're doing. So while we're going through our banana boats of our favorite ways to eat soft serve ice cream, we are going to be sipping on our banana, banana uh, uh beer. And this yes. is going to be awesome. And we're going to give it a grade before our beer grades.
2: He literally just freaking walked.
1: Call me crazy. We're going to do it outside of our beer grade situation. I know it doesn't happen often. What I'm going to do is I'm going to crack this baby open. I actually had one of these uh, on Sunday. So oh. my dad's birthday was. You turned. You had on one? Saturday. Yeah, I split it with my dad. It was his birthday, man.
2: Come on, he man. He doesn't like that. It's not in a white and it doesn't read Miller Light.
1: All right, so real quick, before, you just said that out loud. My dad is really coming along on these craft beers. And is he really? That is thanks to Arvon. I've started, I've, I've every time I get one of these Arvons, well, not every time. Hey, I, I, I hold some back because I don't want to share all of them. You know, <laughs> they're so dang good. But I had him drink a couple of them, and he is really coming along on these Arvon sours. And he's like, these are really good. And that means a lot.
2: Expanding the palate. Exactly, I'm so proud of you.
1: Exactly, I, I'm I'm proud of me. I'm proud of Arvon. I was proud of my talking dad? to you. I'm I'm proud of your dad. That's what I'm talking. Well, I'm to. proud of me to get him on that, and I'm proud of Arvon for making some great beers to get him on that. Look at the way that
2: pours. So
1: I was expecting a completely different color. It's Goodness a little red. So gracious. can you can you describe that one a little bit? I, uh, I said banana beer, but there's a lot more in, into it with that.
2: Yeah, give me a second here. Uh, okay, Real, sorry. So, go ahead. It's a. Uh, Five percenter. It's called Banana Watch again. It's their kettle sour with bananas, strawberries, blueberries, and lactose. Keep cold. Drink fresh. This is a cool label. Yeah, Banana Love Watch. Love the label.
1: Hey, I, look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take When a I saw banana, I was like, Look at nah, that! you you've gone too far, Arvon. I I, I thought they were wrong. I really did. This is amazing, John. Did you good want some? Beer. You don't want any, right? Because you're on that medication that you're worried about. I got you. Uh, uh, I got <laughs> more you. for me. More for me. No, but when I saw banana, I thought they went overboard. But they've they've done it again. They have done it again. This is How very bizarre. very like, good.
2: That <laughs> this beer could have gone south real quick. Like mm-hmm. there, the, like it could have been. Overpowering with banana, first sip, real great.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get back to our banana boat. And if you all, li- if all of the listeners are are still watching live, please let us know how you would fill your banana boat with your favorite way to to enjoy soft serve ice cream. So you can do it in a sundae, you can do it in McFlurry, you can do it however you want. Are you ready to go, Micah? You look ready to go. Uh,
2: I love soft serve.
1: I don't hate it. It's one of my favorites.
2: My wife hates soft serve. Every, really, every time I go to the ice cream shop, I, I'm just,
3: <laughs> i just dying to have. John, soft do you serve. like soft serve ice cream? It's not my go-to. No. No.
1: But you, you, you would know how to fill out your banana boat for it, right?
3: Yeah, I got two good solid picks, but my third one is kind of like hard ice cream that you just like kind of let it melt to like room temperature for a little while. That's that's soft you, ice it's cream. It's like turning it. That soft, is soft yeah. ice cream.
2: Put the temperature gauge in there, John. <laughs> and exactly. See what right. we're talking I about. The,
3: I got one of those like laser ones too, so I can stand away from <laughs> it in case it's too cold. All right, Micah, Okay. We start
1: us off.
2: First way, it's a twist in a cone. Very simple, and it it is. Absolutely my favorite. My favorite way to have ice cream, yeah. especially from Dairy Queen. I'm going to hit Dairy Queen this week. Yeah, That's a guarantee. Hit Dairy Queen on the way back from Wisconsin. Wait, you're going to hit a queen?
1: I don't think you can hit queens. That, that, I think that's illegal. You Don't run her over. You,
2: <laughs> you can do what you want. You're going to pay a price. <laughs> um, second way, uh, a Dairy Queen... They don't call them flurries. They call them blizzards.
1: Blizzards, yeah. Blizzards. What what blizzard flavor?
2: Snickers. One hundred percent of the time. I know everyone's got their own mix. You know, like Oreo or uh, Reese's Pieces. That's just not me. It's Snickers all the way. With, I think they do it with either chocolate or vanilla. But I'm that vanilla guy. I just, I'm just not much of a chocolate guy. Yeah. Besides the candy bar, of course. Uh how many other ways are there to do soft serve? So many.
1: There's a lot, a lot of ways.
2: I okay, listen, here this is what I don't like. I don't like the flavor stuff. Oh, you don't? You like the the flavor burst? Nope that's Ooh. that's just it's not my thing. It's not my jam. I, I don't do it. I don't ever do it. It's either yeah. chocolate or vanilla or both, and it's usually both. Um <sighs>
1: Gosh, how
0: is,
2: there, how is there different ways for soft serve? All right. you want, I need you my want, wife here. Johnny, you,
1: you want to go? Well, she, she did comment. She said she can fill your boat.
3: Ooh.
2: <laughs> okay, Johnny, why don't you get started, and I'll come up with a couple others here in a minute.
3: Du- right. Double Dip Depot hot fudge sundae, front porch, waffle cone with all chocolate soft serve.
1: Wait,
2: they have soft serve?
3: Yes.
1: Wait, what was it? Oh. <gasps> Front porch? Front porch. What?
3: Yes. You've never... Yes.
1: Well, what was the rest of it? In a waffle cone? Waffle cone. What, what Their flavor?
3: waffle cones are amazing. The all chocolate soft serve.
1: You're talking spring-like.
3: Talking spring-like. Okay,
2: I just had my mind blown. That is by far the best hard-to-serve ice cream around here. Yeah. Well, they
1: also have oh. the best. I don't know. I like Ice Cream Junction
2: you like that place yeah it's overpriced
1: and i don't like going to the east east town or east grand rapids or wherever it is i'm not a fan of going there but they have really good ice cream
2: okay
3: all right okay. all right last well no you, you've done two two what are we having Three, four. 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 four, it's, four it's a for banana, the banana boat, boat segment oh my john gosh.
1: come on you should know that by now
3: have you ever been to the pump house in rockford
1: I don't think
2: so. I've been to a pump house,
3: yes. Oh, man. Well, that's the only one I've ever been to, I guess. And I went there on kind of one of those nights where I was like really hungry for some dessert Yeah. and just loaded up the cup. I don't even remember what all were in there for they're, toppings. They're but like, then,
2: sir, this is five pounds. We've never yeah, seen this before right, in a cup. They, they weigh it. They weigh <laughs> it.
3: So that's that's always nice. You know, you can do, definitely do your caloric intake uh, calculations before you go to bed after eating <laughs> that much ice cream and toppings. That's three Okay, so I'm going to go back to- Wait, what hum- was
1: three? It was the Pump House, but was it just regular?
3: I mean, no, you just you can pick from hundreds of, not hundreds, but tens of Make toppings. Make your
2: own
1: combinations.
2: There's oh. probably yeah. 10,000 combinations or something and crazy. That,
3: there's also flavored like soft serve, too, so you can pick different like. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: All right, so we do have a comment from Bob Cairn. They said butter pecan. I don't think that's soft serve.
2: I'm sure someone's got it in soft serve- I've never somewhere. seen so. D-
1: oh, yeah! You could probably do like vanilla, well, soft well, serve, and then just pour pecans the, on the, it, the right? like the house, like the pump house.
2: They would have it. You know, they would have that. The, yes, like they'll have like blueberry soft serve, like watermelon pistachio soft serve, like all sorts of different just, weird it's things flavored.
1: Would you consider? Um, so the way that uh, what's that ice cream place that really wants, the um Cold Stone. It takes like a bunch of crap and kinda mixes it up. That
2: is not That's soft not soft. well it's nope.
1: hard, but they it smelt a little bit and they kinda mix it, right? Or is you would consider it hard surf? Yeah, that's All definitely right. hard surf. Right. Good place. John Number four. Sorry, I cut you off when you were about to go to number four.
3: Well now that we started throwing out different names, I, I do like I <laughs> yeah. do like the, the classic uh Freddy's here in Lake Michigan Drive. Oh, they like cus- their custard little Freddy's mi- custard concrete mixer or whatever they Ooh. call it there.
1: see I don't think I've had it from Freddy's, but I have had it from Culver's. Culver's is solid.
3: Very similar. Yeah. yeah style. I would compare the two.
2: Are we saying frozen custard is soft serve?
3: I guess so. I, I think it's know. soft serve. It's soft. I would it's consider not it soft serve. Hard ice okay. cream. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm mine. Just, I'm opening up Unless the doors you, for you, uh, Micah. Unless
2: you
1: have your your final I, two.
2: I do have my final two. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Really quick, Wendy's frosty. Ooh, can't go wrong. It's just it's so cheap. Chocolate it's or vanilla? So quick. Oh, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate this time yeah. for sure.
3: Um, you know, I,
1: I think bringing the vanilla on board was the worst decision of their their dessert. like. Company.
3: Not only is it, silly. Yeah, not only was it the worst decision, I went to the one on Plainfield a couple of weeks ago. I was out that way, and I just wanted a chocolate Frosty. We don't have chocolate. We only have vanilla. What? Wait. what? Chocolate's the original. Exactly. I was like, you got to be kidding me.
1: <laughs> That's really dumb. And I can't wow. believe it. I'm, do, I'm offended.
3: Do not get a vanilla Frosty. I'm offended by
2: Crushing that. human dreams one order at a time. I was warm,
3: and <laughs> I needed I needed something cold to eat, so I wanted the <laughs> ice cream. The vanilla was a poor choice. I, what wish, I had, yeah, oh, wish I had it. boy. Had I some.
2: spoke too early. Yeah.
1: It was a nice play, though. <laughs> it, was,
2: it was good. Um, okay, my fourth. So I, I've channeled my inner child. You know, like, as a kid, you always want, like, the, the big, like, expensive thing, and your parents are always like, no, that, that's, <laughs> Dude, that's uh, my kids. It's a little expensive. <laughs> We're just going to stick with something very simple yeah, and just cheap. save okay? 75 cents. Right. <laughs> right. It
1: makes no sense to me. I do so, it. Or I don't do it. My wife does it.
2: We, uh rediscovered this place out in zealand and there's one in hell it's called captain sunday they make these crazy awesome is that a sundays. mini golf course too Mmm. i don't think
1: so no uh,
2: i don't think so um but it's all about the sundays just tons of sundays that like their their menu is just sundays okay. and their snickers sunday i know i already said snickers blizzard but their snickers sunday is delightful. It's absolutely fantastic. Gotta try it.
1: Right. So we do have some comments coming in. Uh, we got the Snickers flurry. Oh, that, that that was your your wife. So that was the Sunday. Yeah, helping me out there for um, sure. We had the flavor burst coming in, which I, I love those. Those are awesome. Um, <laughs> I Bob Karen said, "Mom's Snickers ice cream pie." Oh, this is a good one. The Jamocha shake. S-
2: See, that was in my Very, very good. That was in good. my mind. I love that one.
1: My favorite shake, to be honest. Fast food get, shake. Fast food shake is strawberry shake from McDonald's. So good. Doesn't make my banana boat, but it's really good.
2: Hold on. Do you like strawberry shake from McDonald's or strawberry shake from Chick-fil-A better?
1: I've never had a Chick-fil-A shake. Sorry. then <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know what this 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 means here. So Bob Karen, they said mom's Snickers ice cream pie, and then they they commented again and said mom pregnant, peanut, Buster, Uh, parrot. I think she
2: meant parfait.
1: Oh, okay. What does mom pregnant mean? Sorry, I'm missing out on that one. I I hope my mom's not pregnant. Like (laughs) crave (laughs) like.
2: I think she also hopes so. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby. You can't <laughs> have any more kids. that's the way it's staying.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> that's no, I
2: think probably her pregnant cravings.
1: Oh, got, oh right? got it. Sorry. Thanks for thanks for picking me up on that one. Got yeah, you. That makes sense. I, I missed it, but that made sense. Um. So, all right, so I'm going to go with mine. My first one is a Frosty. It, no particular order. It's just really love Frosty. And they're so cheap, too. The prices are unbelievable.
2: A dollar for the kitty size, right? So good. the kitty size is perfect. Did you know you can buy a card from them for a year and just go through the drive-thru and just get free Frosties?
1: I did not know that.
2: You didn't know that? You can get a card? It's yeah, it's a little key card. You got to check it out. Like you pay I don't know. Like 20 it's, bucks? Yeah. For for the whole year. Just Free frosty. Free so, frosty.
1: so I did get clarification. My dad was saying when my mom was pregnant, her go-to was the peanut butter parf- parfait from, from Dairy Queen. So you were right on that. Got it. And my dad was, was the one doing that comment. So uh, the, the,
2: the man doing for the clarifying. footwork.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, when wives are pregnant, who who goes oh. and gets it all? Oh, yeah. The guys.
2: And you better get it right the and first was, time. I
1: got jipped on that. Well, I just want to say my wife did what? not have- Enough cravings. I was hoping that she was craving like Taco Bell and like.
2: Did you ever get any cravings like being the being the <laughs> husband like? <laughs> well, just...
1: I, I mean, I'm always craving something. Well,
2: <laughs> like a, <laughs> like a plastic TV remote. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> no, but like
1: I, no, she did not crave as much as I I hope because I was hoping that I was going out like every day getting her like fast food and stuff like that. But it was probably good that I didn't because. I'd probably be way heavier than I, I mean, am, and that's already out of it, out of you, hand.
2: So you guys do have a Chick Fil A going up around the corner, and too bad you got to vasectomy. Just a, <laughs> I'm a thinking pinch about too getting, early.
1: getting her pregnant again, just <laughs> just for, just for Chick Fil A only. Uh, so yeah, I had Frosty. Uh, from, my favorite Blizzard from uh, Dairy Queen is actually the Strawberry Shortcake.
4: Good, very very good, good choice. Thank you,
1: I appreciate that. Usually I get a lot of crap about my picks, so. I'm glad Kyle and Ryan aren't here to to make me feel bad. Kyle, um,
3: you're here. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, Ryan is too.
1: My other one, and this was more from like when I was a kid. Like I remember, as soon as my parents taught me the the chocolate, so like you know like the hand dip, so you get like the the vanilla cone, Where ice cream cone, up. and then you put it, dip it in the hard chocolate. Fudge. Yeah, yeah, loved it. That was my go-to when we lived over by Dairy Queen growing up. I remember that clear as day. Um what
2: are those things? Oh, Dilly Bars.
1: Dilly Bars?
2: Like, they're kind of what you're talking about. I think it's almost like a pre-made, like, Dairy Queen ice cream bar. And it's got that hard chocolate shell with the ice cream in the middle. Yeah, in the middle, yeah, like yeah. A, almost looks like a mitten.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, and my fourth one is the Blue Goo Flavor Burst from um, Oh. the one over here. Double Dip. Do Double want- Dip Depot. Blue Double dip depot blue goo. Look, I never order it.
2: Is it like blue
1: raspberry? It is, I think. It's got really good flavors. Um I never order it because my my boys do. And they're they're they don't they're not they don't have much of a sweet tooth, so I get to finish theirs. Oh, you, you so always, I get yeah. I get like a hard one. Um, <laughs> hard one. <laughs> I get a hard ice cream. <laughs> A couple uh, flavors. That's what, that's she, what she said. said. <laughs> yeah, God, I would be losing it right now. You'd probably be playing Jaws. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Uh, no, but I always get the hard ice cream, and then I get to finish up their their blue goo. So um, that, that's always a good one. Good one to go. So uh, please comment. Let us know any of your other ones. But before we move on, we got to do our, our beer grade for this banana banana boat beer. Nanner boat. Banana watch.
2: Nanner Watch.
1: What would you give that, uh, you, Michael? You? Micah. (laughs) You,
2: me, me, give it grid. Um, God, this is just, I've never had anything with banana in it where you can taste it, like, subtly, not too much. It's like a bizarre beer. I wish you guys could taste it. Um, Yeah,
1: if you can, check out Arvon. they probably still have some on tap or something.
2: They might deliver it. Do they still do delivery for the general public?
1: They do delivery for the general public, but that was last year, last week's delivery. So
2: okay, so you are out of luck. Go to the store and find it, or get a pour. S-O-L. down on Division Street. Yes, between Hall and Franklin.
1: Yes. Nope. Yes. 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 Wait.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Ah, yes. Okay. Fantastic beer. Fantastic label, great people. I'm gonna give this beer an eight point seven.
1: Wow, that's a good beer. I don't disagree. I like I the beer. I'm gonna go with
2: 8.5. Very nice.
1: That is seriously one of the better sours that I've had, and I was, and I think more and more or less, it was like I wasn't anticipating liking it. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on. Yes. What did you say was in it? Blueberries and Uh, strawberries.
2: Blueberries, blueberries, strawberries, bananas, and lactose. That lactose is such a big thing in these types of beers right now. It helps. It helps a lot. And you're going to find that in a lot of beers going forward. Not with with just Arvon, with a lot of different companies. Yeah,
1: the sours are, are getting very, very popular as well. Yeah.
0: From the Red Wings to Michigan State, we're talking about it. This is State of My Sports.
1: Alright, so we did want to get into our Betting Hero segment as quick as we can and, and wrap this podcast up. Before we get into what we were going to talk about, Is I, I did want to remind everybody what Betting Hero is. Basically, they are an insurance broker. And what they're doing is they're shopping around and getting the best promo codes out there for all of the available websites in in your area. So what you do, you sign up on bettinghero.com, put in promo code MIBETS, and they will lay out all of the um, available uh, betting sites in the state of Michigan. Let's say you're in Michigan. And what they do is they give you the best promotion available in that moment. You click the link, you sign up, you get the free money, you get the free bets, you get all of that good stuff. It helps us. It helps them. A local company, Rockford, Michigan. Awesome, great people. If go back to several episodes ago, and, and you you can get to know them a little bit. Maybe we'll have them on again soon, hopefully. Um, but sign up through them. Sign up through all of the betting betting sites. I mean, look, you're gonna get you're gonna get all of these these uh, national guys coming out and be like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, type in huge twenty twenty one, and you'll get ten percent or $10, and you're going to have so many different promo codes coming at you. Instead of listening to these people, go to bettinghero.com, sign up. Like I said, promo code MIBETS. They'll all be out there for you. You can pick which one works best for you in the moment.
2: It's literally like going down, sitting at a restaurant, having a server come up to you and go, Sir, what would you like to eat? I'll take a little bit of that. I'll have that appetizer. Why don't you bring me that? And they're going to bring it right to your table, right to your computer, and you just start signing up and winning yourself some dough.
1: Yeah, and look, we're all excited for football season. That's when the betting, betting season, not just football season, betting season. I don't bet on much other. I get a little excited about the, you know, March Madness. It wasn't a good year for me, but football's um, where it's at. Yeah, football's where it's at. That's what people get excited about. That's when the betting world's going to happen. Um, so please check them out. Um, and use, use our promo code. It is totally worth it. They do amazing stuff. So check them out. Also look for them at uh, local uh, casinos. They're always there. Um, they'll help you sign up on, on your uh, mobile platform. Um, so earlier today we talked about uh, most likely to go worst to first. So it happens a lot. Um, and what we want to do. So uh, we had the Jets, the Broncos, the Bengals, the Jags, Eagles, 49ers, Lions, and the Falcons. So what I wanted to do is talk about how the odds kind of break down. Um, The least likely, based on Vegas, is you have three teams. You have the Jets at plus 2,500. You got the Lions at plus 2,500. You got the Bengals at plus 2,500. I thought that one was a little interesting. I think just the depth of their division is probably why it's that difficult. Yep. But if it strikes, it strikes. So we'll move to the next worst odds is you have the Jags at plus 700. Uh, shoot. I bet you the Falcons are actually plus 850. Is that is that on the scroll there, John? I, I put plus 85 on my sheet. I think that was a typo. I, th- I bet you it's plus 850 though, right?
3: 850. Okay,
1: so it is plus 850. So Falcons are plus 850. Jags are plus 700. And for the people that don't know, the odds mean – 700 means you put $100 on, you win $700. Very simple. Very simple to, to look at it that way. Next, you got the Broncos and the Eagles, who Micah had at plus 550 Uh So th- they are tied for second when you're talking odds. And then the favorite out of all of these teams to go worst to first are the 49ers at plus $190. they are actually tied to be the favorite to win that division in general. With the Rams, really? So I thought that was very interesting. At, at 190, that's not very good money. I personally wouldn't spend my money on something like that. No. Um, doesn't seem worth it. But if you're looking to, to do it, I mean, I, I really like the uh, the 49ers to do it. I wouldn't put money on it. Like I said, if you want an underdog to do it, um, I mean, the Eagles are a good one at plus 550. I think that is a very good value as well. Um, and just the fact that that division's so wide open, you never know. Uh, which way the ball's gonna roll. So, uh, that was basically all we had for our betting hero segment. And I got to do the beer grade intro and I'm not used to doing this. It's time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Sicilian's Market is the best place for that. And not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft Beers from across our great nation. They're individually priced, so you can mix and match to build your own six pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer, they have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and wine making supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. So earlier we graded from Arvon Brewing Company the Banana Watch. Very good grades.
2: Mm. Very good and beer. That was
1: that was our our banana boat segment. Um, real quick, what I'm drinking tonight uh, from Awesome Brothers Beer Company in Alpena, Michigan. Uh, their blood orange peach smoothie It is part of their smoothie series, obviously with a 6.5 alcohol by volume, 55 IBUs, New England style IPA uh, with blood orange peach and vanilla. Like usual, Awesome Brothers does a Wonderful job hitting the flavors that they're tr- trying to hit.
2: So when are we it visiting? Kind of,
1: yeah. We, I mean, Alpina. How close is that to where we're going next week? Not too far. <laughs> we can we can maybe hit, hey. make that happen for that bachelor party that we're having. Hey, hey. um, one thing that I like about uh, Austin Brothers is they're very. I, I feel like they're a good mix between like uh a, a Big Lake and Arvon, where they're creative, and. You know, keep a little bit more of the beer um, integrity, like a, a Big Lake. But they're very flavor-forward, like Arvon. Like, they're not afraid to go overboard with a flavor, um, a fruit flavor. Just like, to, you know what I mean? Well done with And I segment. really like, I like the it. way that they, they bring all the flavors together, too. So that I, I feel like they're a good mix between the, those two breweries, which we're going to be at Big Lake next week which I'm really excited about. I'm pumped. That'll be really fun. So, John, don't forget about that one. He was like, oh, I got to write that down. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> forget. Uh, no, but uh, it'll be, I, I don't know. That's where I look at Austin Brothers. I think they do a really good job with their flavors. I think this is really good. The orange flavor along with the peach works very well. One sip you get peach. The next sip you get the blood orange. Um, and I, I think it's well done. I'm going to go with the 8-1. I, I, I'm a really big fan of it. Um and cheers! Cheers to awesome brothers. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Well done. Um. All right. So we do have a comment real quick before Mikey gets hers. Yeah. Or his. Uh, Carrie. So she told us she was drinking. Uh, from Saugatuck. it was a maple maple stout. Sorry if I don't. I don't have the comment in front of me here. Um, but she said she's not a big stout person. It's the Michigan beer we had here. However, it's pretty good. Smoother than I expected, a seven point four.
2: The blueberry maple stout.
1: Thank you, blueberry maple stout. And they were the ones that did the blueberry shandy, right?
3: Yeah, the blueberry. So Sogatuck's yes. known
1: for like their blueberry farms and stuff like that. Is that is that fair to say?
3: I would think so. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that that yeah. side of the state. Yep.
1: So thank you for for the comment and in the grade, Kerry. Micah,
2: from Transient, their Sparkle Water again. Uh, That
1: ain't water. That's not your father's water.
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's their Dripping Hazard Cherry Key Lime Vanilla Lactose Sugar. There's that lactose again. And it's their hard seltzer made from corn sugar. I have not read beers made from corn or seltzers made from corn sugar a whole lot, unless I've been missing it this whole time.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
2: Nonetheless... Six percent. Uh, they're in Bridgeman, Michigan. Cool can, and I don't even know how to describe how this thing drinks. It's it's like the most harmonious, like togetherness of all these flavors, it's, including that lactose sugar. It's bizarre. It tastes like juice to me. So like you, you get you get a punch. So it's a what do they say? It's is it a sour? It's not a sour. Well,
1: no, it's a seltzer.
2: I didn't know if it was sour seltzer. Uh, okay, yeah. so all the flavors, it, it, it's a very, it's a big flavor punch of all the all the fruits in there. Yeah. But then kind of surrounding all that fruit is that lactose, that that smoothness you get, and that smoothness goes down with that fruit at the same time. It's just absolutely bizarre, and it's a, freaking awesome seltzer i'm giving it a 9-1 Whoa! this
1: wow i i don't disagree
2: this thing is absolutely lights out if you have not had this i highly recommend you go to siciliano's yeah you go pick some up and if siciliano's is not close to your house. Go find it somewhere because yeah. this is divine.
1: Yeah. So we had uh, a couple. I mean, this is probably a month or two ago, probably a month and a half or so. We did their yellow and their green, their sparkle water that they they called. Oh, completely yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely different. This is like, I mean, the flavors and like the fruit is so intense. It's so good. Like I, I. I I think you 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 hit it right on the head with that one, and I I, I'm excited to like look for more of those. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize it was a sparkle water when I when I picked it up, and Sissianna was like, "Help me pick it out," and hit it on the ho- hit it on the nose. Transient, great job, Siciliano's great <laughs> you, job.
2: You know that feeling of like starstruck when you see like an athlete or like a like your childhood hero, and mm-hmm. you kind of get like that. Like holy smokes, I got I got to pump the brakes here. Yeah. Just like calm down. When you when you drink that beer and you're about to grade it, you're going, okay, am I really going this high on that grade? Yeah. Okay, let's pump that, the brakes. That's
1: one that oh, I want to uh, have on hand to share with people that come over. I'm like that you beer. Got to try this. Like yeah. I do that with Arvon sours all the time. Like I have this one. Like let's split it. We're splitting this yep. one six ways. <laughs> yeah. We're all tasting it. We're going to have a good time. This is one of those that I'm going to start doing that, and I think Transient did an unbelievable job, yep. and that, and the grade speaks for itself. Well, that was episode 118. Had a good time. Again, we'll be at Big Lake Brewing next week. I don't know where. We're Come gonna be, at the, we're gonna be at the We're either going to be at the pump or the tap house or whatever. doesn't matter. Thank pump you guys house. for recording. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week, but not
0: You've been listening to State My Sports. Peace. From the Red Wings to the Lions to the Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State and everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.